today welcome to episode 98 of extreme pc uk podcast i'm your host nick also known as extreme pc uk all over the world how are you boys today good i'm great gamer 25 and we're closing in on 100 oh man <laughs> getting there man and i'm world's prophet when we get to the 100 effort for pod effort pod episode number you know sorry it'll, I, be, it'll voice... be like it'll be like elmer fudd you know elmer fudd my voice creams like uh like you, Gray, at a hundred episode episode. I can't get. Maybe it's a beard. <laughs> still I just doing can't it. Can't get my words out. Episode. We get the it. The beard's so big now that it's muffling my words. <laughs> you got a muffler. I was going to get soundproofing all around my room, but I don't need to because uh, my beard's soundproofing right here. Yeah, really. It deadens all the uh, the bad audio, right? Cheers, man. Cheers, okay. profit with them big five hundred. Cheers, right there, man. I figured we'd get like the first hype train right out of the way. Oh man! Like, I think the, I right. think the Where is it? Is actually going to kick off level one. Does it actually pop up right now? Was yeah, that just because you was feeling bad about uh, kicking me out of my own Discord the other day? <laughs> Technically, I did not kick you out. <laughs> no, Technically, to, to be fair, dude, like I'm, I'd be exactly the same. When you're trying to play a game and someone just comes in for a little chat, you're like, "Look, can you just get out? You're ruining my game here." <laughs> you was the only one that had the balls to say, "Like, look, can you just..." Uh, move on just move away <laughs> just, yeah, just stop yeah. talking i need a minute stop talking man well what it was people, what happened was i see them lot playing um sea of thieves and they had a whole crew together and if you haven't played sea of thieves it's a game where you basically you have a whole crew of you on a ship and everybody's got to do their own jobs so you've got a captain which is profit as you could tell because he even told me what to do and i weren't even playing the game and uh <laughs> basically what he does is he says like right someone man the sails someone get the anchor turn left someone get the map and I just jumped in to start talking about general stuff. And me and Shell got chatting about rubbish for ages. And in the end, you're just silent. And Shell's like, why are you so silent? You're like, I'm just trying to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, dude, because I was like running around, like doing the sails, steering the boat, catching the anchor. I was like going onto islands, digging up chests by myself. I was like, okay, I got this, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did get the hint after about 20 minutes. And I decided to leave because I wasn't playing the game. But I have downloaded the game, so I will be joining you. Fair I just, enough, enough. I just really hope there's. We're going to talk about it a little bit further in the show, but I just hope there's more in that game right now for us to get back into, and it's not the same boring, just picking up a chest, taking it back, picking up a chest, take it back. Uh, yes, I will be talking about that. That is the game that I'll be talking about, and yes, there is. But yeah, good, good, good. Um, before we get into the show, I was going to say, um, like I said, I've been given an update out on the Patreon. Um. The magazine's taken a lot of time for us to do, and we really want to focus on, on the magazine. And the Patreon, as you all know, is always a way to support us with all of the things we do, like Discord and all that sort of stuff. Um, so from now on, you, some people might have noticed that the Patreon hasn't had a video for a couple of weeks. Um, and Profit, you've got stuck drinking your drink. <laughs> I just saw that right now. Um, give me one second. Hold on. I'm, I'm gonna oh, that's classic. Yeah. Who's proper stuck with your drink? If people on Discord... You can't see this, but he's just got a bottle in his mouth and like he's just never stopped drinking. Um, just superimpose super a whiskey label over it. Yeah. But yeah, basically, um, on the Patreon from now on, I noticed a lot of the videos that I was putting out and stuff, uh, because a lot of people are supporting us, which we're really grateful for because it really helps us out. 
Um, even though you was giving us the support, a lot of people weren't watching the videos. Like, Gray, I know you said that you've only watched a few of them. And it's pretty much the ones that interest you, you watch. And the ones who don't interest you, you don't watch. Um, but it's like, I'm doing like so many hours of videos. And basically, it takes me like four hours to make the video. It takes me six hours to edit it. But then only two or three people would watch it on the Patreon. You know, because we have about 20 patrons at the moment. And uh, so what I've started to do now is it's going to be at the, like, if people in the Patreon want something, then just text me with what you want. And if I can make that video happen, then I'll do it. So say it might be like a small computer build, or it might be like a gaming rig, how to do cable management. Whatever you want, text me or put it in the Discord Patreon channel. And then I'll work on the video because it gives me more time to spend on a magazine, if that seems fair to you lot. Sure, I think yeah. it does. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, because it is, you know, what it's like. It's just time consuming. Everything we do is time consuming, and a lot of it is for. It's basically we don't get the profit out of a lot of the stuff like the podcast and stuff like that. It's purely to keep our community going, to get all of you a lot in here. And do you know what? The community is a great community. I don't know any other communities like this where you can jump on, and it's getting better. Like gradually, I notice we've got like Division Two. You've got a whole clan of you which play like all the time and it's good to see you lot because it used to be i'd have to push everybody to do stuff but i'm i'm now getting on with other things which are important and like gray you're taking over and you're keeping that community going um you've got mystic dude mm -hmm. he's running like division you know and people are taking over their own areas which is all cool it's what i like um cheers for that hype train dude you got us yeah, divided four percent. All I did was just resubscribe, and the hype train pops back up again. So cool. Whatever. Oh really? Oh man. I, I thought we'd get. I don't. Know, I don't. I don't sure. I, yeah, I don't get what's supposed to happen. I just renewed the sub, and boom, the hype train came up. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I have no oh, clue man. how it works, but um, it's good. Yeah, you did. You popped the hype train up to ninety four percent. I don't know. I don't even know how the hype train works. I still don't know. I, mean, I don't either. I don't get it. Profit's the train on. driver, and I think that's how we leave it. And the boats. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that was just an update about the Patreon. Um, issue four has just gone out. Um, it went out at the beginning of this week. Um, I hope everybody liked that. We've started incorporating more stuff into the magazine now. We've gone next level with it. So now, when you turn the pages, you've got moving videos. You've got things zooming in and zooming out. You've got like bits popping in and that. And as we go forward, we're slowly going to keep incorporating more and more stuff to make that much, much bigger. If anyone wants to get their PC, we've got a section in the magazine called Community Builds. So anyone in our whole community, that could be on Discord, that could be on uh, the podcast. So if you're a podcast listener and you've got a nice PC, all you've got to do is hit me up on our Discord or an email to contact at extremepcuk.co.uk. And we're looking for people to go into Community Builds. Um, feature builds, if you've got like a high-end build, just put that in there as well and we'll get that into the magazine because um, we like to work with everybody that we know personally more and then we go out from there, if you know what I mean, keeping it in the sure. family. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, the next thing I want to say is you've put in some notes about the community gaming night. I'll let you take over that profit and let everyone know what's going on with that. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, our last uh, community gaming night... Uh... <laughs> What was the date for that? The 27th. Uh, we did a yep. Killer Instinct um, tournament. Zero actually won, so congratulations to Zero. I don't know if it was much of a tournament. I think you pretty much wiped the floor with all of us. I don't really know <laughs> what happened because I couldn't see it and I couldn't join and I couldn't play. So well, I ended up true. drinking vodka for the whole night. And by the end of it, I got to paralytic drunk and I was just sitting here drinking vodka out of one glass and eating toast 
Yes. The other side. You did have some, <laughs> yeah, you had some issues with the Xbox uh, game. What is it? The game box? Yeah, that game app. Yeah, the game app. That thing's not the most... You know, no, it's, yeah, it has its issues. I still have issues yeah. with it, but uh, but I stick with it because it's, it's cheap and I can play all kinds of games, so can't argue. Oh, yeah. Have I you just got to cut in one second? Shellbug just put in the chat that Nick is the new Jansen, never on and never playing games. That's actually a big, <laughs> big lie because I'm going to be talking about Minecraft Dungeons in a little while and I've been playing out loads. I've been playing an end zone um thanks to zero and you guys um which is much appreciated in playing that i'm going to talk about that in a minute um i've been playing a few games man i've been i've actually been playing more games this week than i have for ages but yeah i've been i've been playing three at a time i i used to play one now i play three sometimes four like at the same time well not not at the same time literally but that's one way to get your money on the xbox game pass Free computers, <laughs> free games. <laughs> and I think I, out of the, out of the two or three I'm playing, two of them I think are on Xbox Game Pass, so I'm not spending any real money per se. I had to just pay today for yeah. Xbox Game Pass on four computers. Oh yeah, you got well, your kids but, in the Game Pass now, right? Yeah, so they'll be on Sea of Thieves as well, but I don't know if we want them to play with us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I could just imagine it. I let my two nine-year-old twins on, and then Prophet's like, "Get over there! <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> no 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 i took gray on a boat so it couldn't be that bad yeah that's, that's true right. just don't take him to area because when it comes to chopping down a tree he's got no clue yeah i, I was on sea of thieves once or twice and you'll notice i haven't been back <laughs> man no, that's just, that's just because I don't, prefer, I, I don't prefer the game as much but it's cool i like watching it though shell i watch you not, guys play. shell says it's not kid friendly and uh, uh profits a bully I am not a bully. That's maybe I am. Okay, maybe I am. Rumor. <laughs> but yeah, the game yeah, at I... night. Um, apart from uh, me not being able to get into the game, you guys seem to have a really good game. And there was about twenty of yeah. us on there at one point, I think. Um, and you can yes, have up to yes. twenty-five people on at one time on camera, and the cameras seem to work really well. We all had a laugh yeah, on there. Yeah, it did. I was um, surprised at how well it worked. It was just like being down the pub with your mates, drinking, having a laugh. Um, but you just didn't have to go home afterwards. Because you was already right. there. We, I thought we all had a real good time. Everybody that yeah. was drinking something was funny. We're all holding up to the camera, like, "What beer are you drinking? What are you doing?" Like, really? Yeah, there's me with my bottle of vodka. I profit <laughs> messed up the first one. I messed up the second one. So great, you've got to get extremely drunk on the next one. Yeah, that's okay. I'm good. Or but, next uh, time it'll be me and profit getting I, well drunk. I oh, did man. think I was going to do better on Killer Instincts than I did. I did okay, but I didn't do as good as I thought I was going to do. But it was fun. It was a blast. I was too busy playing tunes and dancing around in my chair, getting, getting, but, uh, getting on it myself. Kudos, kudos to Zero, though, because that what, what is the name of that character he, he plays? Uh, Jago. He uses Jago. Jago, yeah. So we it's... find out after he wiped the floor with all of us and won the tournament, he goes like, oh, yeah, I've been playing that character for about 25 years. And like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's been playing him since high school or, or uh, I don't even know, or kindergarten, I forget. <laughs> but He's been yeah, playing he's for been a long playing time. for a long time. What's yeah. the date for it the next really one? Good. So I don't know. I've been looking for something, and I agree with what you were talking about in the Discord. We're like, it'd be nice to find a chill game that we can all kind of play together. I was saying the date. The date is the 27th of June, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, the so new the 27th yes. of June, anyone that's about, you can just jump on Discord and jump in a room and then just have a camera. You click. It's simple. You just click the button and it comes on. Or you, if you haven't got a camera, you can do it on your phone. Um, but yeah, the game-wise, I, I was actually thinking what we should do, Profit, is we have one gaming night which is a bit of a piss-up and a bit of a fun. 
which ain't too serious playing silly games. And yeah. then we do one game a night a month, which is purely no drinking. You can drink if you want, but it's not getting silly. It's actually playing the game. I'm down with that. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, and so, a lot of people are talking about Civilization Six. Yeah, I'm um, in for that. If we're going to do yeah. that, that'd be kind of fun. The thing is with Civilization Six is it's a very slow-paced game. So if you've got, say, eight players playing, you'll have your go. It's like move one counter at the beginning, and then you have to wait for eight people to do their go. Um, I think it does actually let you simultaneously take goes. Okay. So it'll be like, I take a go, you take a go, he takes a go, and then it, I can take my go at the same time. Yeah, if the last person hasn't finished their go, then it won't let us start our goes. Okay. So yeah, it's I've never played a game. game. Yeah, you can actually play that over email. Email. Well, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. like you know how people play chess over a long period of time, and it's I like say, in the old days before yeah, uh, anything. That, they've got that chess, on there. Uh, they've got email version where it'll be like me. I'll move my one thing, one hex from here to there, and then it will send it to you saying your turn. You log into the game, and you move your hex from there to there. And then as the game goes on, the ga- the goes get much bigger. So it might be like I do 30 goes, and then it goes to you, and you do your 30 goes. So I've never played a Civilization game. What is, like, oh the purpose? God. Like, yeah, what, like, just, oh like, sum it up really quick. Really oh, quick, just, oh like, God. short. There is no really quick on that game. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you've got a top-down view of, like, a map. Now, the map can be random, or it can be, like, England or America. You can do whatever you want. I normally pick random, and I normally pick large, so it's got some loads of space. Now, it's all hexagons all over the map, and in each hexagon, like, you'll build a city, and then around that city, it'll have, like, a red line around the hexagons. Like, say it's got two squares out on each one. Whatever's inside that circle, your town will take the resources. So it will take, like, um, food. It might have a farm you can build there. You can build roads in there. And you constantly upgrading them circles and buying them pieces of land up to expand it. Now, as you go through, you can build more cities and take over other people's cities. But it's it's a bit like a board game. You're moving pieces around the board. Each piece has its own set pieces it can do. And as you go through, basically, you've got to explore, research, and take over other people's civilizations. And they're all realistic civilizations. So you'll have, like, Egyptians. You'll have, like, uh, British. You'll have, like, French, German. you have Aztecs. You'll have all, all these different types. And they've all got uh, bonuses for each type and then what the aim of the game is you can win the game in three ways one and you can you don't have to do it you don't have to do one or the other you can if you want to do like all out war we could do it where it's last one standing the last one standing wins so because yeah. the way you can win is by religion you could get your religion to the highest point where it's so high that you win the game through religion and it's a peaceful way of winning the game there's no wars you don't fight you've got another way is technical i can't even say that word Technology advances all the way to the space race and you get a rocket go to the moon and you win that way. Um, Or there's just killing off everybody else and taking over their cities. I like playing taking over people's cities because it forces you to conflict with other people around you. So you can make peace treaties with certain people. Like I could be like, great, look, should we gang up? We'll take profit out and then we'll go against each other after. Because you sign peace treaties with each other, but then they will only last so long if you don't renew them, then it, then you can start going fighting again. And it, it's pretty much like real-world politics back in the day. People fighting people everywhere. And so I take over your city. I'll take everything from that city and I'll use it for myself. So say I take over Grey City, 
I will take his city over and then I'll use it to build soldiers. With them soldiers, I'll build up a mass gathering of soldiers and then I'll use that to fight someone else. Or I could turn that city into making technology so it's doing research. Um, but it's very, very advanced and in-depth. Um, but it's a well good game. It's very slow, but it's really, really good when it gets really far in because it'll be like planes and missiles and nukes and stuff like that. Yeah, but you know what? It's also maybe a little misleading when you say it's slow. It's not. It's slow when you compare to FPS games or something. Yeah, but it's so much fun because you're sitting there constantly trying to uh, 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 challenge your, your civilization. You've got to be, be careful how you grow it. You got to be careful uh, not to outpace yourself in one area and forget another area because that'll that'll leave you open. Uh, so there's a lot of things you can do, and it's exciting to sit there and try to keep up and figure out and plan. And so it may sound slow. It's not really. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's like it's, takes, it, it goes in turns. So I'll start the game and I'll be like, I'll build my city here. Bang. That's my go gone the first go. Gray will build his city there. You'll build your city there. You'll start with one soldier. You'll move that soldier there. You might attack a barbarian or something. He'll move his there. He'll move his there. And as you go through the game, every turn you produce. So say that I've got 10 farms, that might give me 20 food per turn. And there might be a gold mine that might give me four gold. That will give me four gold per turn. And it will say research. Research to build a granary might be six turns. So you're constantly changing everything. So every go you get, you get given all these resources. You you use them resources against other people. Um, the other thing too is that depending on which civilization you pick, and there's more and more of them now with all the DLCs that have come out. Um, yeah, every single uh, one of them has an advantage. There's some unique advantage to your civilization, whatever it might be. Yeah. Maybe you're much, much stronger in religion. Maybe you're you're much stronger in military, but kind of weak on gathering money. Maybe you're you're the other way around. Maybe you can gather money faster than everybody else, but you're weak in military. Yeah. So you have it, your. It goes on you know, history your... as well. So like I know in some of them, like uh, the Spanish, they would start with more gold because back in the day they were taking gold across the seas more um, and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know which perks are what. I always tend to go with the country I'm in. Or I go with something like Aztecs or Egyptians or something that's not around anymore, yeah. you know? Like ancient Egyptians. Obviously, Egyptians are around. <laughs> and you have you have your hero uh, your hero characters too. So your heroes will, will appear. You can have more than one hero character. And they have special talents and bestow special abilities on your, your legions or whatever. Uh, yeah. and, that could be, and that could be a special hero that's not military. He might be a special hero yeah. in... In, in monetary, in uh, in diplomat, uh, diplomatic uh, negotiations, whatever. Yeah, and you also get like it's wonders as well. So each yeah, player wonders. can build a wonder, but only one person in the game can build it. So I might build like um, the Eiffel Tower, and say we're playing on the world map. I could be in Germany, and I build the Eiffel Tower, and obviously it's not in France anymore. And then that will give me a massive boost. If you take that city over, you get that. When you take it over, you get that big cultural boost. Um, but it's very, very in depth. It's and it's a yeah. very long, long game to play. So, but I'm, I'm I mean, up for that if people are up for it. But the problem you get with that game is you're never going to finish it in one night. So it's no, going to be yeah, saved no. and played again. But the thing is, if you start playing it again, say a month later, and someone doesn't turn up, then that game can't be played. That might be a bad idea then. Yeah, maybe. But but you know what? I, I'm not positive, but. I think you can start the game where you're at a certain level. So in other words, instead of having starting from the very beginning, 
you may be able to push it up to a different age. In other words, start at yeah. this age as opposed to the Stone Age. Yeah, you I can. Think. Or you I'm can play. Sure. You can play a thing called fast mode, um, which allows yeah. it to advance much quicker. So you get much quicker research and stuff like that. But yeah. I find the, and, the game's not as fun because you're skipping a lot of stuff. But we'll see. That's well, just, that's just one game. Night, though, it could work. You know. What do the people in but, chat think? You know. There's, there's a bunch of different games we haven't even really thought about. I, in fact, one thing I, I told uh, Prophet about is we do have some server time uh, on the server that we used to use for that Outlaws game a long time ago. And I I gave him the link so he can look at it. And there's a bunch of games on there so that there might be something to pick on there where we actually could have our own server yeah. for a, a night, which would kind of be interesting. For anyone listening to the podcast uh, and wants to come into the game tonight, feel free to put into the Discord the game you'd like. And then we can all... There's a room there that says... Uh, gaming night 27th of june just put in there your gaming ideas and we'll all be up for doing something um whilst i was uh whilst we were just chatting um pdrs comes in it's a guy we used to play with how are you dude hope you're all well um it says i've grown a cat on my on my chin yeah man um <laughs> this is the lockdown beard this is how much beard i grow when i don't go out the front door so and the thing is it's you'll notice this bit was pure white before i actually dyed it a little bit uh, uh, yeah, boy. Just, you don't see me dying, my grey. I don't Come care. On now. The thing is, this is what makes me look old, so I had to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what I might do is I've got this stuff that it's not like a dye or nothing. You just wash your beard with it, like, and then it makes these blend in because this was pure white. But by the time I leave this house after lockdown, this will be the same colour as this. So I'll be cool. I'll be like a prophet there. I bet you dye yours, prophet. Oh, of course, yeah. Do you really? No, of course not. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was like, oh yeah, like everyone does. No, no. I do have some gray hair, but not as much as you. You, you really got it going on. Yeah, man. But you know what it looks is... like right here? It kind of looks like he's one of those silverback gorillas. Yeah, but you only have the silver down. The, it know. seems a shame, yeah, because I get a really decent like like shape in my beard. It's like grows really well, like everywhere. But that bit just lets it down. If I had that all the same colour, then it would look like a proper good beard. So that's what I'm that's what I'm aiming for. I mean at least the grey is like very like symmetrical and centered. Like it looks decent. It's not though. It's good. It's, it started here what? and then it went to here and then it sort of just started to do up the sides here, but I'm just gonna keep it the same colour all over all the time, like. Because just okay, this, I like the truck are, look. No like your look, like where you've got the beard and the cap. I think that looks it's a good look. I'm not We're so sure about the rosy red cheeks, but <laughs> you're still wearing a mask. Yeah, of course, man. Of course, man. You're wearing it's your like face. To... You won't die of COVID, but you won't have no cheekbones left by the end of the year. Probably <laughs> <laughs> worn down. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know how people do that all the time, like doctors and stuff. Man, I give them credit. Yeah, man. Hey, quick hi to Trubshaw. He finally came on live one time. He hey, Trubshaw, you're back. You get 30 minutes free to watch us. He's got 30 minutes free oh, on a Friday, right. on a Thursday night, not a Friday night. Uh, but he always downloads it. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Trubshaw, man. It's good to see you in. Same as PDRS. <laughs> good to see you in as well, dude. Um, Did you see what, you see what Mercy put in? He goes, Nick will be Grey Gamer 26. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Mercy. <laughs> oh, man. Like right, that. should we get into some news? Because we haven't even started the podcast. We've been going for half an hour. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's sure, go. whatever. Uh, right, first up, <laughs> bit of news that everybody's probably seen by now. Have you seen that the uh, leak for the RTX 3090 has come out? Yes. Yes, yeah, sir. New, new ridiculousness by NVIDIA. Go on, Gray, I, I know you're going to have a problem with this. Say it. <laughs> I, 
When I saw, first saw this article, I don't remember who posted it in Discord, but I start seeing the talk about 3090, and I'm going like, what 3090? It's the 3050, 60, 70, 80, and the TI versions. I'm going, where's the, where's the 90? They've never done this before. So now, supposedly, they may be adding a fifth card and call it 3090. Now, this is all rumored, too, right now. So what I'm thinking, like, well, does that mean they're going to get rid of the TI? So in other words, instead of doing a 3080 TI, they're just going to jump to a 3090 and say, hey, this is our greatest card. Do you know what I find I really no, funny I about no what idea. you just said? Is I can see the struggle on your face. Is this the problem of what they're doing? The struggle of trying to get the right numbers at the right time. Do you like 30, 80, 90 <laughs> TI? And like, I mean, this uh, is why I think my... it's a silly idea what they're doing. Just keep it's it. Like good. I said, they might as well have card one, two, three, four, and five. One's the fastest, five's the slowest. Like, keep changing these names. I think how this has come about is they started off when they. Um, that they had the TI because that was the turbo version. That was the version where you could overclock it. So you had us like yeah. a 1070, 1070 TI, 1080, 1080 TI. Yeah, that's how that started. But I think what happened is AMD started crawling up the ladder. Yeah, and getting even with them. So they were started like AMD was filling all the gaps between like 1070 and 1080, and they thought, hold on a minute, AMD's taking the market out of all the gaps where we got spaces. So they started then thinking, hold on, what do we put in between? Oh, let's put a super. Oh, let's uh, put... And please. then they started bringing out... That's when they started bringing out 1050 TIs and things to fill all the gaps. And I think what's happened now is they filled the gaps of all these random different names and numbers like RTX and obviously RTX is the ray tracing. But they've what they've done is they've got out so many different numbers and names now that there's no structure anymore. It's sort of fading away the yeah. structure. Um, I mean, you figure originally there was the four cards, then you have your TI versions of each, so that's eight. And that was pretty much, okay, whatever, that's fine. Then they come out with a super, so now that's four, eight, twelve. And now they're going to come out with a 3090, no, which no, is another. No, because it doesn't work like that. You don't get a super, you get a 1080 TI um, is more powerful than the super. Yeah. Yeah, and the, right, the in-betweens. But technically, there's 12 cards plus now instead of being eight. So it's like, you're right, it's, it's just too much, man. I mean, I still got my eyes on 3080 Ti, unless they're going to call it 3090. Well, the right to... They're filling gaps. They're filling gaps for people with price points, which they might not. They might miss out on. One thing you've got to give them is, it's a known fact that whatever card NVIDIA make, it sells. It doesn't matter what card or how many they make, they sell to the shops. <clears throat> True. True. I'm, I'm still yeah. waiting for uh, AMD. And AMD pissed me off, too, because AMD is not... <laughs> He's angry. He's not pissed. <laughs> Well, because they kept on going like, we got the NVIDIA killer. Really? Yeah. Where is it? Then they go like, wait, wait, we have another NVIDIA killer that's better than the other NVIDIA killer. Really? Yeah, but how many times have I told you history just repeats itself? This new card, if they bring out a 2090, I guarantee you it's 20% in the 2080 Ti. The RTX 2080 Uh, Ti, yeah. See, I'm getting numbered up now. We get your numbers now. 3080. Yeah, (laughs) The 90 will be 20% more. Whatever card they bring out next will be 20% bigger than the last card. And then they might bring out a limited edition card. Like before, it was the Titan. Yeah, it was a Titan X. Right, right, and then right. it was. Yep, yep. Then they didn't have the Titan X. So what they come up with? I know. Let's go with the biggest computer game that we reckon is going to release this year. So then they come out with, what's it called? That yellow card. That's the Cyberpunk. The Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 20, card. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Do I think, thing. people... I'm sticking to my 2080 because it still plays everything at the highest rate I need. Yeah, why do you think I stuck to my 1080 Ti all this time? My, I went the way I wanted to. I skipped a generation, and I'm going to the next generation. So when the 3080 Ti comes out, that's the card I'm heading for. 
Unless, of course, it's called a 3090, then it would have to be a 3090. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to wait until... Uh, a gaming company offers me one to do a build and then I'm just going to keep yeah, it. Yeah, that's always the best way, right? That's the best <laughs> You know what I'm oh, curious God. about, though, too, now is, is they haven't said anything, really, but I wonder if the card's going to increase in size. No, they won't increase. They're always, they're, I, think they're, they're, I think it's 13 inches is maximum. But yeah, I, 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 I barely got the 1080 Ti in my computer when I when I bought it, so I'm going like, so I know the new one's not going to fit in here. I'm going to yeah, have to go for got, a, um, new, a 1080 Ti... That would be the same size as uh, any other card. So you should. Be I don't know. I, Cheers I for that so. sub Irish. Much appreciated, dude. With the nineteen months. Cheers. Cheers. So I hope that I hope it's not an overly you large know, card. So, Trubshaw in the chat has just hit the nail on the head. There was a time when gamers needed the next card. Today they won't make a great difference to our gaming experience. I've been saying that for ages, Trubshaw. It's basically. When five years ago from now, you got 60 frames, and if you went under 60 frames, you got a new card. And it got to the point where technology hadn't caught up, and it was around the sort of Titan times and the 1080 Ti times when you'd get the 4K screen coming out and you couldn't get over 60 frames. And everybody was striving to get 60 frames at 4K. Them days are gone. Um, now it's 2080, 2080 Ti, RTX 203090, or whatever it is. It's like. You don't need that card because there's no games using that much power. You know? Yeah. What's the, be honest. What games have you two played which you can't get max frames out of at the highest settings on your screen? 1440 or 4K? Yeah, right uh, now. Right. I got I mean, some setting around in Destiny, but that's about it. So what? You've got one game that you can't get over 60 frames? Oh, no. I'm maxed out at 100. Exactly. The, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's it. So going yeah, to 100 I, I, frames ain't no crisis, is it? It's not like, oh, man, I've only got 100 frames. It's looking crap. No, it's if you're running full graphics 1440 and you're getting 100 frames, that's not a new yeah, card. We'll... But back in the day, like Trubshaw said, it's it was blatantly like, oh, man, I'm getting 45 frames and this game's unplayable. Right. It's, yeah. not, it's not happening anymore. Like no, the crisis games that kill cards. <laughs> well, they're remaking Crisis, so we'll see. I know, I know. I'm sitting there going like, will it kill the RTX? Oh no. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if they aimed for that. They just want to tear down cards with that game. They, they've almost, well, they, they made a name for themselves in doing that. Everybody talks about Crisis. Did you benchmark it against Crisis? How yeah. did you do? <laughs> yeah, they, seriously, free. they say that all the time. They still do that now because that was one of the um, hardest games to get frames in for the graphics. I never even played it. Has anyone even played it? No, I've never played it. So watch, they're going to come out with a new Crisis and go, all right, we got the new Crisis. It's the only game that's totally unplayable. Yeah, just so <laughs> people buy the card. That's right. Like, and you still can't play it because it's just that way. Man. <laughs> Max out and the whole game goes, man. But did you see the, the card? Have you seen the card? They've, they've, they've changed the way the, the picture, card's built. Yeah. So now what they yeah. have is um, they basically have a fan one end. It's like a, an X shape. Fan one end. Fan the other end, but one fan now pulls the the air in. The other fan right. blows it out. Yeah, which was yeah, they said that. Right, was I looking at that right? It's pulling air in from the bottom and pushing it up. That's what I heard, but I'm yeah. not sure. I don't want to quote everybody in case it's not hundred percent. But what I've heard is one fan pulls the air in and drags it across the um, heatsink, and the other fan blows it out. But what yeah. I thought would be a problem with that is if you've got a case like many people do, where they've got the shroud at the bottom over the PSU. And then you've got a card above that, and then the card's actually sucking the air in. It's going through and blowing it out. Surely it's going to build up pressure, and it's going to suck the same air back in. 
Well, that's what I'm talking about. I was looking at yeah. the card and the fan configuration on it, and the way you would put it in your PC, like on a normal motherboard, you'd be pulling the air from the bottom and pushing it up through your PC, uh, CPU. Yeah, because no, what people don't realize, normal normal graphics cards, they, they just blow the air away from the graphics card. It pushes out and then goes up. But this would yeah. be just recirculating air. So yeah. I don't know. It must be tested. It must work, but I'm not sure. I hope so, because you know how, how mad people get if they have to sit there and change their configuration yeah. around because of the fans? Look, Jansen's just come in, and he's got <laughs> Crisis was Brill. Only you would say that, because it's a game <laughs> that you would probably play because no one's played it. And I bet you played it game for game a reason. Game like, game I wonder what graphics I can get on that game. <laughs> That's right. You get the best. You get the best graphics card. And if you're under sixty, you'd still take pride. Yeah, but it was Crisis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, like the thirty ninety. I don't need a graphics card yet, and I'm still running a twenty eighty. Admittedly, it's overclocked pretty high, but it's still it's still getting to be an older card now. But I don't need to change it, so I'm not really bothered about that. Um, my next bit of news is is that the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Season 4, um, I heard it was out, and then I heard that it was not out, and it's been delayed. Um, I'm not actually sure if it's out or not. Does hmm. anyone know? Yeah, I don't know. Apparently yeah, they're bringing I, I zombie mode in. Ooh, oh, really? That'd be awesome. Really? Well, that's what I yeah, heard. Exactly. I, heard on a, I heard it leaked on Google that they're bringing a zombie mode in, but the one thing that's pissed me off is it's been downloading for over a day now, and it's trickling at like one megasecond or something. There's nothing I can do about it. Everybody's and it's another 40 gig. Yeah, that game is so massive. I don't what's get the, these 30 the gig up updates. Sorry? What is the game up to now, total? What do you mean? It's, be like, it's got um, 250 gig, I say. 200 gig. Oh my God, that's a, that's ridiculous. Yeah, man. I have to keep moving things off my hard drive because I've got loads. Where <laughs> I keep adding hard drives, small ones, I've got like M.2s and SSDs, but I've got loads of them. And then a lot of them ain't got enough space on to do that. And I've got all my information for videos and stuff on the other ones. So I'm like, man, I have to keep moving stuff around. Well, the maps yeah. are so gigantic. I heard there are 30 to 35 gigs per map. Uh, I don't know. So... It's a good game, though. Um, what do yeah. you think of zombies? I never liked the zombies on uh, Modern Warfare 2. Oh, dude, I used to love uh, zombies on Black Ops 2, man. I used to play that only. Like, I didn't play the multiplayer for a very long time. I only played zombies. Oh, really? So Cheers, Trump, yeah. for that sub, man. Much appreciated, dude. And for five months. Cheers, man. Yeah, go on. Sorry, Prophet. No, I was just saying it was so much fun. And it's one of those games that you can play co-op, too. It was just so... running around boarding up windows. Kind of. I mean, but you had like a, you had like objectives. Like the most recent one that I played was, I think it was Black Ops Two, where you actually had to like move around map to map on a bus, and you kind of had like objectives and like you built the fences, and then it had like an end game. It was kind of cool. Really? Yeah. I used to watch my nephew play it, and he'd look like he's in a house with two staircases, and he board that window up, board that window up, board that window up, board that window up, get a new gun, buy a gun, zombie would come through, shoot, 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 board the window up, buy a new gun. And it was like, that was just, go- then he'd die and he'd start again. And I'd be like, that looks boring. But everyone seems uh, to love it. It's so, I mean, that's you can play like the actual story part of it, which you could. Like, it's so much fun. Really? Yeah. You know, and I think it is too, there's there's a certain amount of people that they can't get enough zombies. And then there's somebody like me, like I'm going like, there's like, there's way too many zombies. <laughs> they just throw a, zo- they throw a zombie in at everything. I mean, I'm like, not- I'm done with the zombies. Yeah, a lot. I'd, ra- I'd rather play a good horror game. A good horror game with zombies and other weird monsters is fun. I don't care about whether they have a zombie. Do you know what in, I never understand? Though? 
why can't they come up with something new and different? Like, you've got skeletons, you've got zombies, you've got vampires, you've got werewolves. Why don't they come up with something new, like some new being? You're right, but everybody likes zombies. Everybody clues into zombies. It's like vampires. Vampires used to be like that years ago. And then there's zombies. Of vampires and then they brought in zombies. <laughs> exactly. So now the vampires are kind of pushed out the side, and now the, the, uh, the, the, the zombies are in. Even the werewolves are out now. I mean, what's this real coming to? Yeah, once uh, Walking Dead started, everybody went crazy on zombies. They made so many zombie games. It was crazy. Yeah, that's... Um, anyway... Go ahead. I am just going to say that's my news done. What's your news? My news? My news is uh, Crucible. Remember we talked about that? And, oh, uh, Prophet let's not and talk I about that, it. man. Do we have to talk about that? I know. we got to talk about this because this is really interesting. It says Crucible is ditching two modes and it's going to delay its first season indefinitely. <laughs> I haven't heard. It's, I have not it's, heard. It's it's gonna, that don't make sense, Trey. That does not make sense. They're going to delay it indefinitely. That's contradiction. No, no, they're delaying the first season. They, they said they're going to bring a season out. They're delaying the first season indefinitely. But what's more interesting is they it's had. It's not three... delayed, then, is it? They cancelled it. I don't know. That almost. There's three modes of playing Crucible, three different ways you can play it. They're killing two of them and they're leaving just one. And I'm like, wow. Talk about a, talk about a mess. Anyway, it was a very messy launch, as we all know. Uh, mm-hmm. And basically, they said that the three modes were getting too confusing and that they felt they weren't spending enough time to make the game better by trying to concentrate on all three modes. So they're dumping all three modes, and they're only going to be uh, concentrating on the Heart of the Hives uh, mode, and that's all it'll be. And so they're going to put all their efforts into making that the best they can, and the other mo- the other modes are going bye-bye. So two yeah. layers of the game are gone already. Man. Well, yeah. I mean, if you listen to anybody who did a review on that game, they all said the same thing. Only stick right. with the 4v4, and that's where the game is. It's like what I said. It was a free game, but I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only ones that can make a mistake like that and still recover from it is Amazon. Well, they I, got ha- money. I thought the whole point of this experiment was they make a game, and it comes out. If no one likes it, they pump loads of money into it make it good. Well, yeah, they're st- I mean, they're not they're not giving up. They're still going to stick with it. But why but would the only you thing make is... a mistake like that? Why would you put so much money into making something the next big thing, and then when you see it, it's not the next big thing. It's a copy of all things together, and it's crap. Well, well this I is the first I game, have... right? So they didn't know. I only have two words to that: Fallout seventy six. I don't know. They, no. These people think that they know what's going I'm on. Not, this is going to be a horrible thing. I'm going to say, but I would rather play okay. Fallout seventy six than Crucible. <laughs> 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 we'll see when you go back to it now that they've improved uh, everything supposedly. you know what I would like to go back to it but I'm I'm devastated you, that they took such a good game and they made it into such a pile of shit and excuse my language but that needed to be said <laughs> only because of Fallout 76 can we get that language I get it I get it yeah that has but, to uh, it's like when you have an argument with someone and you use the, the C word the C bomb you always say it because it gets that point across and on a podcast that I swear in, say the S bomb, boom, people yeah, know. Boom. That's it, yeah. <laughs> so crucible, and that puts a bad stain on the fact that the launch was so bad because they still have their new worlds coming up, which is a totally different game, and does look good. But boy, now the pressure's on that they better that second game better be great, otherwise it'll be two failures. When does know, that Amazon, start? Do you know? For uh, new world? I think it's August or July. Okay. Okay. So we got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was delayed because of uh, all the COVID stuff going on. But Go on, what's it's next? Got it. Crucible's wasting our time. Crucible's wasting our time. <laughs> I don't disagree okay, with you. Let's sum up Nick's alley. Well, sort of, anyway. Uh, UK government requested... my alley, thanks. 
The UK <laughs> government requests evidence of loot boxes being gambling. Oh, this was this so is pa- gone. This is old school. Yeah. So, this but apparently, but apparently, what they're saying was that that because of the loophole in the law, they they were getting around the fact that loot boxes could be gambling. So what they're saying is, but it's because it's so prevalent and they don't like, uh, you know, young ones being taken advantage and that they feel it might be addiction or gambling addiction. They're saying, all right, I need to get more evidence out there that loot boxes truly are a form of gambling. So they're not saying that it is yet. They're saying that they're not sure and they don't want to give, they don't want to give up uh, the reins on this thing. They want to, they want to get more proof and because they want to try to pursue this. So they haven't given up proofs pursuing it. But they've got to get themselves out of this legal loophole, and the only way to do it is to come up with more evidence that you know it really is gambling. Don't worry yeah. about the loot boxes being gambling, because I'd bring back loot boxes any day. Because if I bought my kid a loot box and he got something crap in it, at least he got something. I'd be like, "Bad luck, you learn. Don't waste your fiver on a loot box, yeah, because you're going to get something crap." Do you know what's even worse than that nowadays? Is Fortnite? Because all I get is, "I want V bucks. I want V bucks." The arguments yeah, I've had yeah. today in my house because my kids, I buy them the battle pass and then they want to buy it. Like they're playing with their school friends. Their school friends have bought a new skin. And then I look at the skin. I'm like, that skin's 17 pound. Like Whoa. for one yeah, skin. That's crazy. And I'm like, I'm not buying it. And they're like, but my friend's got a new one. I want a new one. If they had loot boxes back, I could have bought him five loot boxes for a quid. And then he would might have got a good one. He might get a crap one. I know it's $17. I think it's, or 17 it's pounds. I think it's 7.99 for 1000 V-bucks and it's 1500 V-bucks for a skin. Yeah. One skin oh, is crazy, which gives you nothing. So so in other words, loot boxes were so blatant that they decided to do it this way yeah. and and they don't and you can't call it gambling, so you basically just spend all your money. You just buy I mean, it if you want it. With the um, I know a couple of us sometimes fool around with Nintendo games, but you remember, you know that game, uh, what is it, NBA 2K and games like that? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, they, they had the same thing with the v, the v coins or VC coins. Yeah, you're whatever. talking about the teams, though, like FIFA. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of that genre. But the thing is, is that you spend whatever, 50 bucks for the game, you spend probably three to four times that yeah. over the course of a year or two. But that on, is gambling. Coins, because they, they buy a pack of cards hoping to get a rare player. So they can exactly. use that player in their team and sell it on. And a lot of people make money out of that game as well by getting sure. they, if they're really good at it, they get the team, they can sell it on. You if you go onto these sites, you'll see people selling like top players and team configurations and stuff. But the thing is which I don't like about like Fortnite is they do a they do a loop um they do the battle pass, which the battle pass gives you all these new stuff. But then because they've got the shop as well, kids want to buy stuff off the shop because people in the battle pass don't have it. So it's like, oh, we can't have loot boxes where you could have won something good or something bad for a pound. Now, it's outright. Your kid's going to hassle you every five minutes. I want V-Bucks. I want V-Bucks. I want V-Bucks. Can I have a thousand V-Bucks? And it's like seven pound, ten pound, seven pound, ten pound. You know? And, like, for me, I've got four kids. So today, like, I treated one of them by getting some V-Bucks last week. And now I've got another one here saying, he got 20 quid. I want 20 quid. And then before you know it, I've got like 20 skins on this game and I'm out of pocket by £100 and then they stop playing the game after two minutes or they get bored of that one, they want another one. And I think that's worse than the loot boxes. I do too. It's, it, it get, I mean, then then people say like, yeah, but it's the same as when I you used to collect baseball cards. You used to buy packs of baseball cards all the time. Yeah, but it's like I, I said, I when the loot box thing came about, I said, better the devil you know, like it's a loot box, 
if people are getting scammed, that's down to them. When you buy that loot box, like I used to like it in Rocket League, you'd unlock a box, you'd get something really rare, no one else would have it, you could drive around with it, fair play. But this this is open to anyone to buy, so it's like he's just throwing his money away because he's buying a skin, everyone can see him with that skin, but anyone else can buy it as well. So I can be like, I'll buy that one, looks good. And then you buy it, and we've both got the same thing. Oh, I want another one now because you've got the same one as me. Do you know what and I mean? To buy those, and to buy those coins, uh, to get any kind of serious amount of coins to get something decent is costing you at least $15, if not $20, 25 If it carries on, up. I'll just pull a RAM stick out or something and be like, your computer's broke. Sorry. Can't have another one. <laughs> there you go. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I mean, that's nothing. It's just, it's just crazy. And you, can, you think about it, but what a cash cow. So you're yeah. basically saying, like, in an example of FIFA or NBA 2K or whatever, you're sitting there going like, okay, you're going to buy packs of cards with these coins or whatever. So they make a digital pack. They don't even have to print anything. Yeah, it's yeah. They just make a they just make a digital pack out of the air, and you're buying this stuff, and they're making like the percentage profit on that must be enormous. Well, it's 100% profit, ain't it? Like, it's only the guy's time it's made cost to do it. And then what they'll do is they'll do one skin and they'll just change. Like, you can get a, um, uh, what's it called? A hue tool which changes colors, everything equally. So everything will change together. So, say, like his, his t shirt at the moment, it's got blue, it's got dark blue, and it's got red, different shades. Now, if I hued that, they would all change to different colours, but in sync. So the reds would go to pink, the blue would go to purple, or it might go yellow and green. And all you do is just, just move it, hue, one second, one second, one second. You've got six skins, and you put them on there, and they're 20 quid each. Uh, Virtual Laura is saying in chat that in her house, they've got four kids as well, and basically saying that you can't buy one for one and not the other. So you put 20 quid on a computer, you've got four 20 quids to pay. You're looking at 80 quid straight away. And then it's yeah. just crazy, man. It's, yeah, like having it's, the, it's like having the greatest pair of sneakers. You know, I have to have these these Michael Jordan sneakers. Well, now we all have to have them, so you have but, to go out and but spend that's the, the money. Point. Like, a loot box used to give you the chance of getting something rare, which no one else right. could get because it was a one in a million percent chance of getting it. So if I got like on Rocket League the white wheels, no one you didn't see no one else with it. But this ain't this this ain't fun for me because I like to be earning something whether it's a loot box i've got or not i want to earn something different but that just means the new one comes in the store fifty thousand people buy it so what yeah there's no unique stuff about that it's just him and every 20 other kids have got it you know and the thing is what i think yeah. the worst thing about it is is what they do is you get like i will hear the kids on the other end of the phone and they'll be like oh my mom just bought me this so then my kid comes to me and's like but their mom just bought him that because i want this one at one point, one of my kids came to me and said, can I buy one for my friend? And I'm like, no, I'm not even buying you one. <laughs> oh, God. She really wants this one. No, you ain't getting it. <laughs> Jesus. Gamer peer pressure. Oh, no. The world of Fortnite. <laughs> Man, apparently Epic knows what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing That's to right. get money, I'll tell you that. Right, what's oh, next, God. dude? Crazy, man. We should have some stock in there. <laughs> but switching to a different type of, of uh, money that you can get for free... I thought this was kind of interesting. You guys have heard of... Hold on, did you say money that we can get for free? No, not not that way. Game money, (laughs) not real stuff. (laughs) Um, You've heard of Eve Online. It's been around for many years. People are out there, and there's gigantic organizations online, huge corporations that they make and build, and it's a whole living thing practically on its own. Uh, But one guy was pretty smart. Apparently, he was able to to plunder trillions of ISK, trillions of ISK. Yeah, ISK is their money, isn't it? Their currency. Right, the money is there. By smashing up these citadels. So apparently, it, it, from what I'm understanding, 
when these big battles happen where the, uh, these corporations that they build in the game get so huge, they come into gigantic battles and basically they, so much stuff is left around. And, and then, the, and what these corporations do is they put their money, et cetera, into warehouses, if you want to call it that space warehouses, whatever, all over the place. And so these things then all of a sudden become available. And if you're smart and you know how to, how to figure out what's going on, you can basically sit there and set up a whole, almost like a black market uh, where you're kind of like, uh, convincing people that you're doing something else while at the same time you're robbing these things and no one's watching you. And this guy figured out a whole system how he could do it and how it would work. And the and the guy just started making trillions of dollars out of this thing before anybody knew it was going on. But the thing is with um, EVE Online is the ISK you're talking about is you sub to them. So you basically, I don't know if it's like five or eight quid or whatever it is, and that gives you a month pass playtime. When you get really mm. good at the game after like years of play, you can actually get to the point where you're earning so much ISK that you can actually make money. Selling like, it off. And like, so this guy, if he's found a way to do this, he, he could turn that into cash. I don't know if it's still like that now, but it used to be like that. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine. I could like, sell off a trillion ISK for whatever, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, there you go. You can go out and buy that 3090. Man. <laughs> yeah how did you get this but you know what do you remember diablo 3 yeah diablo 3 when it first came out before they had all the expansions and i used to play that and you could sell that was the first game that had an online auction of real money for the weapons so when you play the game yeah. the levels just keep going up so you just go into your dungeons and keep fighting and you get new weapons and you could just start the game over and over and over again but you keep prestiging into different levels so you get mm-hmm. more rare, rare and rare weapons and when I first went on there, there was an auction market and you could actually sell your weapons. So if for real money as well. So I'd go on auction and be like, this weapon's worth 10p. But then you'd get people getting rare weapons at like 30 quid and 40 quid like you would in um, uh, CSGO. But they, they hmm. actually took it down after like, I think it was like the first year or something because people were making, they were using it as money maker. Wasn't there a game too that you could actually uh, uh, build up a, a character and then turn around and sell the character too? Yeah, oh, it wow. definitely was. Yeah, there was a definitely game like that years ago, and and I remember hearing something like what Lick is saying, uh, of people selling this stuff on eBay. You go on eBay, and they go like, "Yeah, this is a character that has blah blah blah," and it took me like, whatever months to do this. I'm selling them, and people would be bidding real money on this character just yeah, so I'd they like can have it. Right. I'd like yeah, to sell my right. eBay live at my eBay. I'd like to red shells thingy. I'd like to sell my Steam library because I got 500 so, games on there, yeah. like and. I never play any of them. I I, I think that would be a great idea if you were allowed to do it. Remember, they were toying think, with the idea that you could do it. I don't that, think you are allowed never... to do it, but there's nothing to stop you, is there, selling, giving your email to someone? True. And then they get in there and hack it and take all your games. <laughs> when are you buying it, Bray? When do you want to buy all my games? <laughs> yeah, like I got enough games that I'll play now on Steam, so... <laughs> um, Shell says that people are selling um, the bells in Animal Crossing five dollars for a million or something that's crazy seriously are they still doing that or is that what they used to do uh, wow that's crazy. really that's yeah, crazy then laura does say uh what people are stupid if they're buying bells on ebay because yeah. it's easy there's easy when you get further into that game you get so much money and stuff that you've got nowhere to put it so it's for people that are buying it in the beginning to get further in the game but Man, man, that, that is one long ass game, man. Long game that is. 
I ain't even right, got you my know foot what? Path we're in the wrong. We're in the wrong business, man. We need to go find games like this where we can make a bunch of bells and sell them on eBay <laughs> and quit our jobs. Watch out, people! Gray's out there and he's looking for bells. <laughs> I'm gonna make a bunch of bells and sell them to you for a million dollars. <laughs> I love it when it goes over his head, profit, and he just carries on. <laughs> <laughs> Who may not ever carry on? Anyway, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! They sold a okay, villager well, for a thousand dollars. Shell says, "Yeah, Raymond, a very popular one that everybody no. wants." Yeah, no, 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 no. Real money. How'd you sell a villager? You get you them to like, move to their island. I don't, I don't know how you do it, but yeah, I heard about this. Apparently, there's like one that like villager that's super cool that everybody wants, and people are <laughs> paying a thousand dollars for that. A thousand dollars. Oh my. I'm telling you guys, wrong business. We are in the wrong business. We got to do this. Go out there and create some dumbass villager and sell them for a thousand dollars. Yeah. All right. Shell said she's at him, but Shell's at everyone. That is. Man. You should have told Shell. You messed up. That is outrageous. A thousand. I was going to say. Five, ten dollars, twenty dollars, a hundred dollars is insane. A thousand. <laughs> She'll just put the biggest wow in chat ever. And she swore me. We'll have no bad language on here, Shell. I'll have you know. <laughs> what bad language? We don't have any bad language. She can get away with it as well because she's a mod. <laughs> there's, border, there's borderline language and then there's bad language, see? Gotta know right. where the borderline is. Shall we move on? Because it's yeah, like. That's the proper talk. He's like, you know, he needs, he needs to say something. Prof, what's your nudes, dude? <laughs> Uh, not much, man. I I prof, just thought it was pretty interesting. Prof See, there you go. <laughs> what is it? I just got done telling, kidding around with you, going like, "Let's do profit talk." He doesn't say much lately, and he goes, "Well, I really don't have much left to say about this." <laughs> <laughs> and then I called you prof. <laughs> Yo, prof. Yo. Hey, um, what we, what's your game or whatever it is or news? Uh, I, I should say sorry. Yeah, I came across this really cool um emulator. I, I think we were talking about emulators not too long ago, but there's uh, is that on the illegal single... version of the podcast? No, this is legal. <laughs> Everybody owns a mom. You know, your uncle passed down to you for you know the years. This is all legal. Um, but this single guy developed this uh, emulator for the Super Nintendo, or no, the regular Nintendo, the regular mm -hmm. NES, um, and it'll turn all your NES games into 3D. Really? So you can act yeah, what? you can actually pan the camera, and it turns it all colors and like. It looks gorgeous, and this is all done by a single guy. I think it took him about like five years, and it just came out of beta. Well, he wouldn't be um, single because uh, about, like, his missus ain't gonna put up with all that work, is she? Talking about, like, <laughs> you said it's all done by a single guy. Oh, I meant by one guy, yeah. not a single guy. I don't know. Yeah, he would be single because uh, his missus. Uh, how does it turn into three D by using color schemes? Is that like it's, the red blue thing in the they used to see in the old days of the No, no, it's like completely colored. It looks gorgeous. Um really? I haven't tried it out yet. I I watched a YouTube video of this and you can like completely pan the camera around while you're playing this and actually see like depth to the game. The guy wow. did an amazing job. It it looks so good. Like could you imagine going back playing like um Legend of Zelda in 3D basically? I was cool. talking about that the other day. <laughs> but yeah, what, but not in 3D. Yeah, you said you were saying all I would like to do is get Zelda in 3D. Well, that's different than this. This the game looks normal, but you can pan the camera and there's like depth to the trees and oh, stuff. Oh right. You so know, is this cost like, money or you just get it free? 
Um, currently, I think he has a Patreon that you can subscribe to and get the uh, the betas. How do you how do you hook it up to the? Is it emulated on the PC? In other words, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. That's kind of you. Yeah, you download the emulator, you run the emulator, yeah, and then you uh, load up. There's a program up. that I used on my. Um, uh, it's called. Uh, is it called DOS? Not DOSBox. It's called. I can't remember what it's called. There's one called Hyperspin, and there's one called something else. Um, I can't remember the name of it. And basically, it does everything for you like you would see on Netflix. So you literally put all your emulator games in there, which are just files you get off the internet. Yeah. And then what it does is it pulls all of the information. So it pulls all of the graphics, all of the boxes, all of the cartridges, and then you can select what you want it to look like. So when you're going through the cartridges, it's got all the stickers of all the different cartridges. It's got all the information when the game came out. All the different versions for like the Japanese version, the US version, UK version. Pretty yeah, cool. I use one called RetroArch that kind of is the same thing. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, yeah. that's part yeah. of it. it. They all link into each other. But there was one that I called, um, and I can't remember what it was called, but it uses all of them. It pulls them all together. So basically you bought, get the best emulator for every single console you want. And then this program will link all of the file exe files for all of the different emulators and set mm-hmm. them all up but in one program so the front end is all arcadey and all really nice and all good but then say i go from nintendo to sega it will switch one emulator to another emulator mm-hmm. that's pretty neat. yeah that's what retro big box. Does. Yeah, it's launch neat. box and big box that's it and it's free if you get the launch box that's the flat 2d version of it it's free if you get big box it's um much more advanced everything's unlocked it pulls everything for you. It's well good. So that's one way we can talk about all these games as a PC game because we emulate it all. See? You can get away yeah. with it now. Let's do so it. Yeah, away with it. The only way you're allowed legally to emulate a game is if you own the cartridge, the original. Yeah. Oh, of course I own all the games. Yeah, I own them all as well. I've just got them stacked all behind yeah. me, every single one. Yeah. Every yeah, single right one right. I've ever had. Yep. Yeah. Metroid. The original <laughs> Metroid's right over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your point anyway just about the 3d yeah if anybody's really into like emulating old games which i i often go back to i always play a link to the past over and over again at least yeah, a I'll couple times a year but um, you can do that now on your um on your what's it called as well on your what your phone no on your switch oh uh, they have an emulator on switch yeah for what? They're yeah, game? You're, you're, yeah Dude, but they're only you... going to let you play Nintendo games, though, right? Yeah, but you're talking about Zelda Link to the Past. It's on there. Yeah. yeah. So you can just play on there. Yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> oh, <you> get... <laughs> I was waiting for you to go, uh, no, but this, this or that, you're like, yeah. Well, so, I mean, um... normally, like, on a PC, you can emulate anything, you know, so if you wanted to switch from Sega to Nintendo, but if you're playing it on a Switch, I'm sure they're only going to let you play Nintendo games. Yeah, 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 obviously. But I was saying, and you go back to NES, and you go back to Super NES, and you get all them games free when you um, buy the online Nintendo Pass for the year, which is 35 quid. That's not bad, I guess. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I I thought you was online. What's up? I thought your Nintendo account was online. Uh, It might be. I don't know. Maybe it's set up to auto-pay, but I haven't used my Switch in quite a while. Oh, really? If you go to Switch, Grace desperate. He's been auto-pay. He's been dumping money every month and he has no clue. <laughs> yeah. Probably. That's probably very true. But yeah, if you go on... If you go on there, Profit, yeah? You've got now, you've got the NES and you've got Super NES. They're, they come up as games. You've got to download the app. 
if you're already buying the um, online for the year, you can play a backlog, and there's all the most popular games that they used to have, and you can play all of them with your normal Switch controls. Oh, dude, man, I'm gonna have to go on there now. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. you can pause the game, save it at any point. You can do whatever. Um, That's and awesome. Link of the Past is on there. Have you played it on the Switch yet? Yeah, yeah, it's, it plays perfectly, and it's all um, it's all upscaled for your big screen as well, so it's much nicer. Oh wow! Ooh, I mean, so nice. it's equal to what it would look like back in the day when you played it on your little TV. It's not like all the pixels are just stretched. It's like made nice and smooth. See, that's awesome because every time I play a uh, emulator, I always notice a little bit of lag. Yeah, like, no matter what, you know, it's just something about them. No, so this plays the... like the original. Oh yeah. Check it out and let go. me know what you think of it next week. Yeah, I'll check it out. Cool. And, uh, and while you're at, check out that new one. And let us know what it's about if it's free. Yeah, it's funny. Right, it funny. Forget. That was yeah, the news over. Done. Should we get into the games? So I've got a couple of games we want to talk about, um, and we're already getting on quite a bit. Um, I want to hear. Basically, first up, I want to talk about a game that I was playing, and thanks to you lot for my birthday, thanks to Zero and you two, for you chipped in and you bought me this game. It cost twenty pound, twenty one quid, so it wasn't a cheap game. So thumbs up to you lot and Zero. Um, whenever you listen back to this, you bought me the game End Zone: A World Apart. Now. Do you two remember this game, or do you not have a clue what it's about? I didn't know anything about it, man. Zero told me about it. And you two are like, yeah, chip in. Yeah. <laughs> You're basically we this game. Like this we game is a game. <laughs> what so. is with you two chatting over today? Like, <laughs> I thought Endzone was a, was a national football league game from America. Really? So, yeah, Endzone. The end zone yeah, if you, you go outside them. of your borders, no one knows what that is. Exactly. So you're going to tell us. <laughs> yeah, so basically, Endzone is a game um, where it's a strategy game, which is my favorite type of game. It's a game I came across a little while ago where you basically, um, it's post-apocalyptic. Um, the world's come to an end. You've been in a bunker. You come out, and then it's a bit like SimCity. <clears throat> uh, complete strategy, and you have to basically keep the world going and keep your civilization alive. But then you've got all the new issues of like radiation, um, dust storms, cyclones, uh, and stuff like that. And do you know what? This game's really hard. I had to put it on easy mode because it was so hard for me to do. Go on, Grant. Uh, I see you saying something. That, that's pretty good if you had to put it on easy. That that's that's interesting. Well, no, it's not. I didn't put it on easy. I put it on easy because it, I found it too hard. Um, I played the tutorial, which I said to you guys about before, where the tutorial was telling me everything, and it was telling me everything through the whole game, so I stopped the tutorial, and then I was about to, that was last week, and then I was about to get into the actual game. I got out of the tutorial, went into the game, it was totally different, like, it was much harder. It wasn't, like, obviously the tutorial was set up to, to let you go through the game smoothly. When I got into the real game, and what I did, you've got all these different settings, like, mountains, flat land, blah, 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 this much rain, is it acid rain, is it normal... All the things you'd kind of think of when you thought of like um, a nuke being going off or the end of the world or something like that. And I played it about four times and I just could not seem to get things to go together. So when you start the game, you start off with like a little camper van and outside the camper van, you've got a couple of little workers, like two or three people. And you have to first off get resources. So you build a jetty into a lake and then you put a, like, a cistern where it holds the water and you select two people to be one a water collector. One will look after the um, storing of the water. And that takes two people up 
in your um, camp. So you do that. The man will go over. You have to put a builder. Builder will go over and he'll start building that. When they're built, one will start loading the water in. One will start looking after it. And what happens is your resource of water will start going up from 1, 10, 15, 20, 25. Then you get onto the next bit of making food. Obviously, if you've got the water, you need to get the food. So then you set up things like um, little huts to collect berries. Or you can have like um, a ranch where they go hunting. and Or there's fishing. And you'll do the next bit and people will go off. You'll set them people. Then you'll build some houses. And it's all a balance of having enough people and having the resources to feed them people. If them people don't get what they need, they start dying. And you only start with, you get up to like 20, 30 people and then it starts getting more in depth. It's like, you've got your basics, you've got your water and stuff like that. You can get electricity. So you can get like solar panel farms and then you have to put all the cable into all the electricity. Then you're getting things like acid rain. So people need to have um, like full bio suits and it gets to the point where you're trying to micromanage so much stuff that you don't do the right thing at the right time. Everyone dies. So, like, I ha- I died once where there wasn't enough water. I had saved up something like 2,000 water, and then um, a drought came. And what happens is the whole of the lakes and the landscape just completely dry up. So you've got these big holes in the earth where the water was, um, and then your water starts rapidly going down where everybody's drinking the water. Um, then you might get acid rain and acid rain goes into the water supply and then if you haven't got medical then you basically start dying because people start getting sick because of the radiation but you haven't got enough people to build a hospital and to man it and it was just like whatever I tried to do it was like if it weren't the water getting radiated it was my crops were dried out or if my crops weren't dried out it was that there were there were people getting sick or there wasn't a graveyard to bury the dead. So people were getting unhappy because the dead were lying around. Um, and I went through this game trying over and over and over again. Because I thought I'm not going to be beat by this game. And that's what I like about a strategy game is you keep playing it and you learn and you play and you learn. And I went back and I put it on an easier setting because there's like hundreds of settings. I put it on a slightly easier setting and it gave me more starting people. So I had enough people then to get the food get the scrap because scrap's a big thing um, and when it gets into really later on in the game you've got it to the point where you've got people getting food water scrap metal then the scrap metal that you started off getting you have to build buildings to break that down into metal into plastic into cloth and then you have to build like a tailor's shop to build like um <clears throat> gloves and radioactive suits and stuff but then if you want the high-end radioactive suit you need a kiln and you need to start making charcoal to get rid of the radiation. And every single thing will lead on to something completely different. And you find yourself like constantly and, and all of the stuff on the map looks like uh, corrugated iron and it all looks like old and derelict. Um, and you could send out like raiding parties to find like um, like old power stations and, and to go in there. But it, it's like a, it's like a massive tech tree, basically, of. To do this, you've got to do this. To do that, you've got to do other five things. To do them five things, you've got to do four more things. And I did find it, compared to other strategy games, it was quite overwhelming because the buildings look very similar. And it would be like, oh, all of a sudden, I'm, it starts giving you like jobs. Oh, you need to get 10 um, bio suits. To get them 10 suits, I need 20 of these and 30 of them. And I didn't have the resources to keep going backwards and forwards. And I couldn't even find, like, I'd put a lodge to start chopping wood. And then, because the buildings all look the same, and I spread them across the map. 
I don't know where it is. So I'm like, man, I need to, to move the wood to another area. But I couldn't find where the wood hut was. Find the wood, yeah. And it was just That's getting it. to the point where I was like, oh man, it's getting all over the place. But good news in the end. I did actually get to the point where I unlocked everything. I had built everything. And I sort of classed that at that point as me completing the game. Because there's no end to this game. It just keeps going to see how many population, how big it can get and how much stuff you can find. Um, but I got to the point where I unlocked everything in game. I built everything in game. And I was like, I'm happy with, I'm happy I finally got to this point, you know? Um, how, many, how, many, how many hours did you uh, sink I'm into I'm not sure how many point? hours I put into it. I know it was probably two or three days, um, like afternoons playing it. So it'd be a good few hours I put into there um, to get to that stage. But I probably will go back at some point and try to sort of play it on hard. But it'd be good if someone else plays it to see if they... Because I've had it before where I've played a game and I found it really hard. My missus plays it and she's like, what's hard about this? And she just plays it and <laughs> does it. And I had another one where Jansen was playing and it was um, it was like a car construction uh, game where you build all the robots to build your cars. And you have to like... Each section will build like... You can start taking on like more work. So at the beginning, you're outsourcing, you're buying stuff in. It comes into the factory, they put it together, and the car goes out. And then as you get to the end of the game, you're building your own wheels, and you're building your own engines, and you're building your own like body frames. And Jansen just done it, and he just said, I completed that. And I was like, I couldn't do it. I was doing something <laughs> totally different to him, but I just couldn't get it right. Um, but yeah, uh, Endzone, it is a good little game. Um, nice little game to play. I think because it's um, it's an early game, I think they need to bring more into it. I think they need to bring in like a lot more different buildings and stuff because at the moment, like I found it quite easy. When I had enough people, I found it quite easy to build everything quite fast. Um, and once you get to that point in a game where you've built everything, you sort of think, I want more, but there's nothing left for me to do in this game. Um, but that was Endzone, A World Apart. And like, like I said, a big thanks to you guys and to um, Zero because he didn't have to come forward. Cheers, dude. You didn't have to do that. I appreciate it. Um, buying us a game like that for my birthday. Cheers, dudes. But um, yeah, A World Apart. It's pretty good. Check it out if you like a strategy. If you don't like a strategy, don't go near it because like, you will hate it. <laughs> That's right. You don't if want I to gave this game one. to Jansen, he'd cut his own fingers off. <laughs> By are they still them. supporting this game <laughs> what's that are they still supporting the game yeah yeah it's not an old game it's a new game okay so you might get more content then yeah yeah there, but there should be more and they're updating it all the time even when you start the game they come up with a page saying do you still want to see this page this is what we've updated and which is what we've added this week so they're adding and they're updating all the time It's I think it's still early access but um, £21 for an early access that's, that's a little bit more than what they normally are they're normally around 15 quid. Um, for a game like that at that stage but to be fair it's good graphics it was nice it played nicely I didn't get any bugs um, and I really liked the game so uh, yeah um, have any of you looked at this game would you play it or not I might only go the next game what is with you two what's with you two talking over each other today it's terrible (laughs) go Gray (laughs) nah I can't talk anymore no only kidding Um, I like strategy I like strategy games, so I probably would give it a whirl just to see. So yeah. it sounds kind of interesting. Although it does sound a little scary when, when you found it was that hard and you had to come down a little easier. I do so find like, on strategy games, sometimes uh, they set... It's like um, they are billions. They are billions. They set the bar so high that just for people to get onto another um, level, 
it was like, man, someone's done it. It was just no one was doing it, you know, and it's about the learning process and stuff. So, but yeah, the... Some, um, some people are so good, they do come in there and they, they break the game. They they actually can do it. Yeah. But it's pretty good. I mean, it's tough. It sounds tough. Uh, it's called uh, End Zone Worlds Apart, Riri. Hope you're all good. Haven't seen you for a little while. Hope everything's good on your end. Uh, Riri was a streamer that used to come on our streamer zone. Um, comes to the show with us. So hope all is well with you. And all good. Uh, my next game uh, is quite funny. Because I just can't wait for Grey's face. Is uh, <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons. Uh... <laughs> nah. Uh, I'll tell you what. Ain't, you got this all wrong, dude. Craziness. I've played a lot of this game. I've been playing um, this game pretty much with my kids every day. And I've actually got the Xbox Pass to get them it separate on their computers. This game... You can have multiple people in one game. So I think it's up to four people. It's nothing like Minecraft, the original Minecraft game. So basically, oh, imagine so, using... Uh, Gone. No, there's no more blocks? No no blocky characters? Yeah, it's still blocky. Uh, but same thing, then. imagine Minecraft, the view of what you'd normally get in Minecraft, in the 3D world around you, yeah? Can mm-hmm. you imagine that? Imagine all uh-huh. of a sudden they took that environment and they turned it into Diablo. So they shrunk it all down. So he's looking from third angle, about, I know, 30 foot up. And he's looking down at an angle over the map. And it was really small. That's what they've done. They've turned this game into a dungeon crawler. So basically, um, you've got, I think it's like procedural generated maps. Um, when you start the game, you've got like a, a map. It reminds me of Mario. You know, Mario, um, Super Mario 3. Where you yeah. had the map, you'd walk around and you'd have dunk a dunk, dunk a dunk, dunk a dunk, dunk a dunk, dunk. Yeah. That was a good scene. Really like, like your level. I, you like that, that. That was good music. You like, like that, that you music. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Do that some more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so that it was a bit like that map and you've got markers on the map where you can move to. And what they've done is it's just a dungeon crawler. So you, you pick a Minecraft character, which is the blocky guy with the arms sticking out. Um, and there's all different versions of the ones you can pick. And basically... You go into any, you can go on any level you want. Any level that's unlocked, you can use. Um, and then basically you go in there and it's got like a mode, like one to ten of how hard it is. Um, so you start off on level one of your character. It's all about gaining XP and gaining weapons. And you basically get dropped into a dungeon. So it will be like the marshes, yeah? You go into the marshes and then it's just you follow the mar- you follow the map marker to where you need to go. And as you're going through, you're just mashing up, killing everything that comes at you just waves of enemies come at you and they're the enemies from minecraft so you'll get like witches you'll get skeletons you'll get zombies uh you'll get like um invokers and you'll get like um enchanted characters which are all purple you'll get endermen which can be bosses and what it is it's a proper fast-paced dungeon crawler so four of you all walking around just whacking everything and the thing is as you go through the game you unlock xp so every level you go up you get one enchantment um, and with them enchantments, you can enchant your weapons. But it's almost like... Imagine Super R-Type crossed with Mario 3. It's like that because you're going around a dungeon, but you might find a crossbow on the floor. You pick it up, and you can't swap weapons with anyone else. You pick that weapon up, you enchant it, and it might be like... Oh, when I enchant level 1, it will be fire. So it will give me a fireball every time I fire my bow. Level 2 might be that it, it sends 3 arrows instead of 1 arrow out. Um, and what it is, you've got all these level of enchantments and you've got all these different kinds of weapons. And I completed the game today 
on normal. So basically, I went through all the levels, got all the way through to the last level, completed it, killed the boss, and then it says, right, you've opened up the legendary levels. And what it is, you've got like a slider of difficulty. So say I'm level 10, and I go to the first level in the game, it might be level 1. I could smash that level really easy, and I wouldn't get very good weapons. But then if I play on level 10... I'll get decent weapons at. If I play on level 20, it's 10 levels above me, then I'm going to get much bigger XP, I'm going to level up faster, I'm going to get much more better drops. And the whole game is just well fun, going through the same levels over and over again, but going up a level each time. doesn't matter if you die at the end of that level, because you get free lives. If you die at the end of the level, you still get the XP from that level. And then you come out, you, you with the money you've earned, you buy new weapons, and you buy new um, like magical items, You've got three slots underneath where you can have magical items. You've got um, armor. You've got uh, a cr like an airborne sort of a crossbow. Uh, or you've got a like melee weapon. And <clears throat> as you go through it, you're constantly unlocking new weapons. It's like you don't see other people with them weapons. So it's like, I'll be like to Jesse, one of my kids, I'll be like, oh, I've got a bow. It's legendary. It's orange because they've got colors for different, like legendary, rare, common, powerful um, and I'll be like, look at this bow I've got. It's gold and red. And it's got like five, five, it shoots five arrows at once. And we wouldn't have seen that before. And then he's like, look at this weapon I've got. I've got gold plated thingies. And the thing is, it's skinned like Minecraft, but it's like playing Diablo. It's that dungeon crawler where you just play it, you finish the level, you start again on the same level. But you're just a level up higher. Play it again, level higher. And I've completed the game on normal um, for all the levels. And I've made it all the way now to legendary mode. And I want to complete it in the hardest, hardest level with my character and up as high level as I can get, ready for when they bring the new stuff out, so that then I can start with all the new stuff. But and and I've I've played this, um, me and um, oh man, I can't think think of his name. Me and the guy in the community, I can't remember your name, dude. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm so crap with people's names. Um, we'll get it next week. Don't worry. Oh, who was it I was playing with? But I've, there's a few people I've spoke to about playing it as well. Laura said she was going to play it. Shell, you said you weren't going to play it, but I was hoping you was going to play it. Because it's a game where four of you can get in, and it's a no-fuss game. You can just literally go through missions, help... Like, if I die, you can pick me up. Like, so it's a bit like, what other game did that? Where you die, and then they can come over and save you. Um, Lots of them. It was Comic Clown I was playing with. Sorry, dude. It was Comic Clown I was playing with, and we played through a few levels. And even he was saying he's been playing with his kid well enjoying it. And we all level up differently. So it's a bit like, um, uh, what's the game you play? The Division. So if I'm in a level and I'm level 30 and I'm playing on my map and you two join at level 1, it'll be really hard for you two. But you'll level up like straight away, like level 2, level 4, level 6, level 8, because you're playing in such a hard environment. But then I can come into your game, play on a low level, and I can help you smash the environment. Like we'll get through it really quickly and you'll all be saved. Um, but you can all jump in and out of different games. So it's drop in, drop out. If I'm in the middle of a match, you can jump in grey. Then you might be like, I've got to get a cup of tea. So you disappear and Profit jumps in. And you're all XPing up like you would in Borderlands. It's pretty really good little game. And it's free on the Xbox Game Pass. Why can't you try it? For free? I'd think about it. it I'm, I'm telling you, you would enjoy it. It's a no-hassle okay. game that's fun to play. I'm sure that from what you're explaining, it sounds like a lot of fun. I just don't know if I can get past the blocks. That's have you my seen? Major have you thing. seen the graphics on this game though? Not on Minecraft. I saw, on Minecraft I saw Dungeons. 
Yeah, I saw a couple of pictures. I mean, I didn't see more than that. But the pictures I saw were still the same blocky characters. I just can't, I can't get past that. Oh my god. What about you, Prophet? Me, What's your impossible. view? Uh, man, you know, I'm with the graphics thing, but if you're saying it looks better, then... I mean, if it's free on Xbox Game Pass. I'll download it. The way you're putting it, like the whole four-player co-op thing, it sounds like a lot of fun, man. It is. Ooh, maybe, Imagine maybe Streets of Rage. Look, you played Streets of Rage with everybody back in the day, and you loved it, and the graphics were crap. This is the same <laughs> thing, but with more weapons. <laughs> okay. That's but the way you're putting it. Profit though, if you think about it, even I would I would play it if it was a game night thing, whether it's four of us against four of us or. Something. What are you two and, doing after it's... the podcast? See if Eaton. Eaton. Man, start downloading Dinner. it. We'll do one level. We'll, we'll, I'll, yeah, we'll think about it. We'll download it. One I mean. level. One level. And we'll see if you like one it. One level. One level. It downloads. Okay, I'll, it's I'll, such a small I'll, game. It downloads in a couple of seconds. There's no. Excuses. I'll download and promise to play one level with I'll, you before before next Thursday. How big is it? It's a tiny game. Um, it's only I don't one, know what it one, is. But it's, it's half a gigabyte. <laughs> um, Shell says sorry. Uh, I'd play it, but I'm not spending money on it. Shell, don't you have the Xbox Pass? It's free. That's the good thing about it. That, that's a, you know that's that's a great thing about it. Don't spend any money. Just play it. Even Riri says to you, it's free. Gray, shut up and get it. It's free. Don't complain. <laughs> she, she didn't say shut. <laughs> <laughs> Riri's too nice for that. Okay, Riri, I'll think about it. Um, Virtual Laura, it's actually a really, really fun game. If you've got your own laptop or a separate computer to Sam, load it on yours and load it on his, and you'll enjoy it much more because you can go all over the map. You can actually play this four players on one computer. If you want to try it. You too, man. You too. I'm going to have to put buttons on you so one can speak and one can't. <laughs> I'd have to start getting you to put your hand up. Can I speak? Um, yeah, if you plug four controllers into your computer, you can play four players on one screen. Couch co-op, four players. When's the last time you saw that in a game? Uh, last week. No, okay. Right, Shell's in. She's got no excuses. Shell, you're getting on after the podcast for one round with me and Profit. Magic says it's two point six nine gigabytes. That's not bad. That's tiny, man. Yeah, compared to games these days, that's nothing. But I- I'm I'm telling you now. I know for a fact, there's no even me guessing, I know for a fact when we play this, Gray's story will be different next week when he's played it. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> see, Shell's, Shell's even doing it too. She's going, uh... <laughs> but you convinced her, so that's good. You convinced me. I'll try it. I'll try it. What the heck? Yeah, one level. we we'll do one level quickly after the pod, and then you're not going to get on CFEs. Okay. Right, let's move on. Minecraft Dungeons is a well good game. Check it out, people. Don't worry about the graphics. What have you been playing, Gray? Oh, I played Desperados 3. I was kind of waiting for this game because I like Old West games. There's not a lot of them around. Um, but this one was different uh, because it's a real-time tactics game. So kind of like if you remember, we were talking about Gears Tactics a while back. And uh, I was playing and Nick was playing and we liked the game. Um, it's the same kind of tactics game, but put in the whole theme of the Old West. Uh, there's RPG influences through the game so in other words you play a character that kind of uh, learns things from his father and then moves along on his own meets up with other characters etc uh, but i thought the game was great i wasn't sure what to expect out of it but it was a lot of fun uh, i played like i think two different levels and you can either use one character to do everything in the game but as you go along you meet another character like i was cooper and i met uh, dr mccoy Not a totally cooper. different uh, that was just the co- character's name was Cooper. And I, I met Dr. McCoy, another character, and each one has different talents. 
like McCoy when, or rather Cooper, when he does stealth, he can throw a knife. Uh, he can come up behind somebody and, and either uh, take the knife and, and, and slit his throat, or he can just put him unconscious. Whereas the Dr. McCoy character has, actually has a syringe and he comes up behind him and gives him a shot and basically puts him out with a drug. Um, he also can throw his medical bag. In real bag, life, who would has... you be? I, I played both characters. Uh, no, but if and you can play them both. If this was real life and you was, this was really you in this game, would you be the McCoy with the needle or would you be the knife? No, I'm with the Cooper guy. That's that's my thing. Was well, that the needle? And Cooper, of course, Cooper, of course, has his six shooters. But then, but Dr. wait a minute, Dr. Gray comes McCoy... up behind and needles you to sleep. <laughs> the McCoy character, though, is a st- is a, a sniper rifle shooter, though, too. So that's kind of cool. He has an old west sniper rifle, so that was pretty neat. Um, like I said, there are some RPG elements to it. I thought the game played really well. The graphics were great. They also have a thing called the showdown mode. So what you can do is each character can you can basically program two moves and then hit execute and it'll do the two moves. And where that comes in handy is I came up on some uh, enemies and there's two guys and I needed to take them both out. So what I did is I went into showdown move, which basically freezes time. And I said, okay, I'm going to shoot this guy in the head and I'm going to turn around and shoot this guy in the head with my other gun. And then you hit execute and then it executes your move uh, right well, away. What's the point of this if game had... though? Like, is it, what's the actual overall game you're trying to achieve? Well, you're you're going through a mission. Uh, this particular mission, in other words, a train had wrecked. So it's like GTA. And there was, and, well, I don't know about that, but I don't I don't know if it's GTA because you're talking now Red Dead and stuff, and it's yeah, different. No, is it's it that kind like of that. game where it's 3D and you're running around it's, doing it, missions? It's more it's more you know top down ish 3D tactics game, exactly like Gears Tactics, except in the old west in oh, some really? ways. Yeah, it's totally tactics game, and you have you can do all kinds of things. The characters do have each one of them has a special. Uh, ability or maybe that they can do that they're good at or whatever you constantly have to figure out the thing i really liked about it is there's a lot of different ways to accomplish the same thing so instead of just kind of going straight forward you you could do a lot of different things and if you can do it where you don't kill anybody let's say more points or if you can eliminate uh, uh villains by different methods so in other words one of the missions was that we had to get up and get to a dynamite stack because you need to use the dynamite to to uh, open up a, a bridge so the train could go through so basically, you can go up to the dynamite, but while you're up there with the dynamite, people are going to try to come after you. So they give you points for throwing dynamite to blow up your enemies. So I didn't have to do that. I could have just blown it up and done it a different way. But this allowed you to do a bunch of different things in multiple different ways to accomplish the same mission. And because it's the Old West, it really has a different appeal to me, too. I really liked it. The music, the setup, the way it was, uh, the way oh, everything, the way it was done was just it was really good. I was surprised how much I enjoyed that game. I think this uh, is the one I've played this, haven't I? Desperados? No, not unless you played the demo. The demo only came out a week ago, and the actual game releases on Tuesday. What's the um, game I've I, played that's like this? Then I've played a game that's well like Gears this. Gears Tactics. You played? No, Gears no, Tactics. no. I played a one that's one that's in um, the Wild West. Hold on, hopefully the camera, the screens don't go off. Red, I'll... Red Dead, but you haven't played a tactics game. No, in, I'll tell you, what, oh, if you carry on talking, I'm going to find what game it is, and I'm going to tell you, but there's a game that's already like Gears Tactics, which was made in the Wild West, and I even looked, looked at the image of Desperados, and it looks similar to it. Well, it could have been the previous Desperados. This is three. Oh, right. Let me have so a look. It could have been two or two, or it could have been one or whatever. Um, but I, I really did enjoy the game a lot. It really, it really was a lot of fun, and I... 
believe it, uh, the game is around 50 bucks, I think, when it releases. This was nice because, you know, you can play the demo for free, obviously. Um, but, uh, I you know, I might wait till there's a sale, you know, before I get to that far. Uh, but I still enjoyed it uh, very much. So I think it's it, it was a lot of fun. It really uh, was enjoyable. It's definitely not Desperados that I was playing, which is exactly like this. I'm going to find this game um, so that you can look at it and you can be like, wow, that's exactly the same game. Okay. In the uh, meantime, it's new. <laughs> <laughs> what time and it's done, it's done by a company that I can barely pronounce their name. It's Mimimi, Mimimi, Mimimi Games. It's called yeah, Hard a... West. Called what? Hard West. That shows you no one knows about it. <laughs> Check out Hard West quickly on Steam. It's exactly the same thing. Uh, Virtual Laura said that's the one I showed her. Yeah, I did, uh, Laura. That's right. It was it was a really good game, but I really I really really enjoyed it. It was fun. Cheers for that sub, Whitey man. That's much appreciated, dude. Three months, the big three months. You got the number three. Um, cheers for that, dude. Um, yeah, no, it is. If you check out Hard West, it, it sounds exactly the same and looks exactly the same as this game you're talking about. But it's not new. No, but what I'm saying is, it's an exact copy of it. Can't be an exact copy of it. Check it out quickly and tell me. I'll, I'll look at it. I'll look at it while the uh, prophet's doing his game. That way, I won't be able to pay any attention. No, only kidding. <laughs> only kidding. <laughs> nice. Only kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, man, I even with the Destiny Two new season coming out, I can't pull myself away from CFDs. Man, I'm stuck. I don't know. It's so good right now. Um, it just released on Steam for all of you people who don't want to get it on the Xbox Game Pass. It's pointless. Um, get the Xbox Game Pass. It's one pound for the first month. I know, but I've been running into so many people that have been buying it on Steam for the 40 bucks. It's crazy. Well, tell them they've got two hours to get their money back. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling all these people the same thing, and they're all like, eh, I'd just rather have it on Steam. They don't want, like, subscriptions or something. I don't know. I don't get it. It's not, you know. That's cool. having too, too much money, dudes. I guess, man. You just want to throw $40 Just work it. it out like this. Sea of Thieves, yeah? You pay 40 quid for it, yeah? You might play it for a month, and then you'll get bored, and you'll leave it until whenever. But that 40 quid, it's four, I think it's three ninety nine a month. How many three ninety nines into 40 quid? That's like eight. That's like 10 months on that, eight, nine months. That's nine months yeah. of every single game for free on the Xbox Game Pass. And oh, yeah. they're adding like five games per week at the moment. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. But like I said, to each their own. I hope they um, keep it because I, I keep hearing rumors are going to go to ten dollars a month someday. But I hope they keep it right at the five bucks because I'm loving it. Five bucks can't beat 100%, 100%, it. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, CFDs actually introduced a new mechanic into the game um, called emissaries. So normally, like you've played this in the in the past, Nick, where you yeah. basically like you go around, you dig up your treasure. Or you can go around and, like, kill skeletons for skulls. Yeah, I was just about to ask you this. Uh, what were you going to ask? Exactly the same question you're about to answer. Like, what's changed? Because the only reason I left that game, it was so fun, which I know you guys are still having loads and loads of fun on it, but mm -hmm. I left it because me, Shell, and a few others, we got to the point where we had done everything. The only thing we hadn't done was the fort, and when we tried to do the fort, we was getting into arguments over it, um, so we, we all dispersed. <laughs> Um, but you sort of need in a game like that, you need more stuff to buy and to show off. Like, if, if it was me and I could do it, 
having your own fort that you could like customize or something like that would be well cool. Your own little pub on your own little island somewhere, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then I mean I don't know. The world is so small, and you have like it's always PV and PVP, so you always have people coming and going to each island. Yeah. So would you would you really want people coming to your island and like killing you? Mm. You know? No, but I mean like say it's on the basis of like not it's actually physically in the world, like you have in Grand Theft Auto, where you go to a mm. certain cave. When you get there, you then get to click it, and it loads you into your your own cave or something. Like the Goonies, where you've got your boat and then you've got like all the stuff. But with your money, you can upgrade all that stuff around that cave and your boat upgrades and all that. It would be well good. Well, I guess I guess they kind of have that in a way, but it's not like your own cave. It is your boat. Like you can, they yeah. have so many skins for your boats, for your character, different emotes. But they're like only that. colors, though, aren't they? No, no. There's like completely like different masks. It, oh, it gets really? Pretty deep. Oh, yeah, so I've not it, seen any of that. So what now, like? So you could go from like having the boat that you've got when you start to like having um what's the boat in the Car Pirates of the Caribbean? The Black Pearl. The Black Pearl, yeah. Stuff uh, like that. I mean there there are some that look like that. And like they have like the different mast heads, the different capstans, the wheels, stuff like that. You know, it all looks different. It's not just oh, right. different color. Well the last time I played it, all you could do was get a different color boat hole and you could have a different color it was like five different masts. Yeah, they've added so much so so much to this game now. I'm not going to say that it's not a grind to point where, like, you're not going around digging up treasure and killing skeletons, because that is still the main core of the game. Yeah. But there's so many more customizations. Like I said, the emissary stuff that they just added, it makes the grind so much faster. Because yeah. that used to be my problem. Like, it took so long to, like, get the pirate legend just doing, like, the basic stuff. It, it, now it goes so much faster. Hmm. And yeah, to the see... point you, you were talking about, the fort, we actually did one uh, last night. I took um, Shell and uh, Melon Man, which uh, is a brand new um, community member, uh, through the fort. It was just us three. It's kind of hard, yeah. but uh, we did it. I know what you're talking about where, like, you guys were all arguing because there are a lot of steps to get this fort No, we was going. arguing because we got to a fort to take it, and then another mm -hmm. ship turned up on the other side of the fort at the same time. And we got into this never-ending loop of killing them, killing us, killing them, killing us. And I was like, look, we've wasted two hours killing them. We haven't even got into the fault. And it was just going backwards <laughs> and forwards, backwards and forwards. And then we started firing each other out of cannons to try and get over the over the fault to attack them. Yeah. And it was like, it's all good fun when you're having these battles, but it gets boring very quick when you're not getting anywhere. Fair enough. Have, were you playing when people were, like, tucking on ships? Do you know about tucking? What do you mean? So, like, one of the big things that, like, people do now, like, the heavy PvP players do now is, like, there's an emote where you can, like, lay down. So, you'll have, like, other uh, players tucking on your boat. Like, they'll lay down in, like, specific spots where it's really hard to see them. Really? And then, yeah, so they'll, like, wait for you to do the fort, come out, kill you, take all your stuff. So, oh, neat. <laughs> yeah. So I was doing a Fort of the Dam the other day with a couple of uh, guys that I LFG'd with, and uh, I got blown off the island from the boss. So really? I got blown off, and I'm swimming back to the boat, and I look to the left, and there's, there's, a, there's a guy that's about to tuck right on the island. So I look at him, and I kill him, and I'm like, oh, my God, we have a whole crew coming at us. So I get on the boat, and I look, and there's a guy sleeping on my fore in the boat. So I killed him too. 
the, my buddy uh doing the fort up top he finds another guy tucking up top so he kills them and all of a sudden after they respawn their whole boat came over to us we sunk them uh. we go back to the fort we're doing the fort again they come back except this time a skeleton ship gets on them kills them and i guess they finally gave up they had enough so we finished See, the fort frustrating, away. like i remember when even when um i was playing it there was big cases where you'd have people that would be on a big ship and they would have the whole ship covered in treasure. Mm-hmm. And they, they, there's like the whole thing was just absolutely smothered. And they'd take, what you have to do is you have to take it back into a, the, the dock and you've got to un, manually unload it and sell it, haven't you, to get your money for it. Yep. It's all about yep, getting yep. money and upgrading. And what happens is you come into the dock, a pirate ship comes over, kills you, starts robbing all your loot and selling it. And you're just like, I just done this work for nothing. I would prefer to be that guy where we wait at the fort, and as they come in, we rob them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's such what an we easier game, that. man. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's and it's fun doing that stuff too. I was doing that with the guys that we were doing the fort with, but there was no players on the server at the moment, so we did the fort. Oh, but yeah, right. we were running around like sinking ships and killing people. It was awesome. They yeah, were playing definitely... it well, well into 12 hours and there's nobody on the server anymore. Yeah, so they just it's <laughs> do whatever to be they want. It's good, doesn't it? When you go to bed at night, well, it's not even bedtime. It's nine o'clock at night and there's four people or five people playing a game in a room. And then I wake up in the morning and they're still playing. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and I'm, everyone's yeah. like, oh, man, I see Laura and she's like, I've got kids and that. And like, I've, I've just gone to bed at six o'clock. <laughs> yeah there's a few of us that uh went kind of ham on uh cfds lately we're gonna be playing after too so yeah um they're talking yeah. about me getting bored the thing is i don't get bored if there's something for me to achieve if there's nothing left to achieve in that game like where i got to the point where i bought everything i wanted for my boat upgrades and that was it, it was done that's why i got bored of it but if you're saying there's all this new stuff in there and all these new customizations i'll happily just keep um grinding to get what I want until it's until I've got everything I need. And beyond that, like even past like the normal grind, which is basically what you'll do every day of digging treasures, whatever they've added tall tales. What what they call tall tales is basically like actual story missions where you like go through and like you know go through like a whole story progression. And at the end, you'll get like something really cool for it. Yeah. No, I'm cool. I'd, I'd definitely be up for playing that. I might even jump yeah. on tonight if you ain't got if you got space. Uh, we might. Yeah, jump on. I think. I think we need one, maybe. Yeah, one we'll of the guys isn't responding right now, so we don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Um, if there's space, if, Nick, jump, if Nick jumps on, then I definitely am going to sit there and lurk and watch the video. <laughs> yeah, watch join. I'll, uh, I'll go live. Yeah, well, we can put it on live on the Discord and that so people can jump in if anyone wants to and, watch. And then I'm going to run a timer to see how long it takes before he quits. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, if it's fun, like look at Red Dead. I was really disappointed oh, yeah. with Red yeah. Dead because it got to the point where we had what we needed. We had done the yep. grind, and it was all about the fun now. It's like we started robbing people. We started chasing people, hunting them down, and it was well fun. Like, me and Shell was mashing people up everywhere. Just like, look, Shell, there's another one. We nicked their stuff, and then I'm riding away with all their gear. And we're like, and she's like, I'm shooting them, I'm shooting them. We had some well funny times on there of her arguing with random people over the open <laughs> mic. And, like, it got oh, really, man. really funny. Um, so I'd be well up for that on um, CFEs. And the thing is, now that I've got it on two other computers as well, I can even get my missus on as well. We could all jump in. Yeah, that's awesome. One man, of the emissaries is actually the ladies are taking over, man. <laughs> One of the emissaries is actually called Reaper Emissary, where you actually get money and uh, reputation for killing other players. 
Yeah, because that's one thing I really? never did. <laughs> I never did the reputation thing because when I playing it, there was a massive. Um, everybody in the world was trying to get to be the first person. I remember loads of people were streaming it, and they were trying to get to be the first person with every single rep at the top level. Uh, I think you go yeah. gold or something, don't you? You become uh, a pirate legend. Yeah, pirate legend. That's it. And no one was a pirate yeah. le- legend, and then it came out that someone had cheated somehow or some something like that. Um, but I didn't watch any of that. I just got bored of the games. There was nothing in it. Um, but if there's mm-hmm. more, I'd be well up for it. Yeah, I think yeah, the, big, the biggest problem with, with games like that, like uh, Nick had said, like we all had a blast with Red Dead Online for for a good while, and then they just totally like nothing. There's the updates yeah. are garbage. There's nothing new coming out. It's a total waste of time now. They should have and had that been... season pass when one finishes, another one starts. Yeah, yeah. But, but but even if they did that, Nick, if you don't follow it up with something new to do, it just I always thought that game was going to be. They made so much hype about Red Dead Two, yeah, so yeah. much hype in the media about it. I honestly thought they would be doing it like GTA, where you buy a um, a saloon, and in that saloon you get all the upgrades. You can make it look like what you want. And then you can buy a train station. You can make money out of all of these assets you get. But they didn't do that. They just gave us well, a few he... different horse colours. They gave us a few little bits for the horse. They gave you a few little weapon customizations, And that's it. There's no even reason to battle anyone. The funny thing is that the same people that Rockstar that makes GTA does this does this game, does Red Dead Online. And the problem is is that they, they you keep on reading all these articles where that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to bring it out at the type of pace that they did with GTA. But they just stagnate and they don't do anything. We've been hearing for months that they're we're going to have buildings like you're talking about yeah, that we can at, own a own a hotel or own a yeah. or own a, a saloon or something like that. We don't get anything. But look what I did in stories. that game. Yeah, I got onto that game and I played it every day until I finished every single job to the maximum, all four of them right. maxed out. There's nothing else I can do in that game to get any further. And then it goes even further than that. Like Steve and Laura. They've gone to the extreme of logging in every single day and doing like half an hour to an hour's working game to keep their gold multiplier up so that they, when the next right. update comes out, they're already in the future with the gold. And then, like, yeah. Laura, and how many, how many gold bars have you and Steve got in game now, which you've earned, waiting for the next update, which has never come? Right. right. And I did that too. And I did it for a while. And then I finally gave up doing the dailies. And then I know Laura and Steve kept doing it for a while. But now I think apparently they've even stopped. You know, yeah. because what's the use of having a zillion gold bars? But all it's going to do, it's going to do the opposite effect because what's going to happen is when they do, say six months from now, they bring out a really good update, all of us lot are going to be like, nah, you pissed me off. I'm not coming back to this. You know? I mean, I will yeah. go back to it if they put enough of the new stuff in it like they're talking about. Mm. But who knows how long it's going to take? It'd be another three months. It could be another year. Yeah. So it'll just sit there for a year until they come, until they bring all this back. I, I play it once in a while just just to get my Wild West Jollies off or something, but I, otherwise I don't really do anything. <laughs> get your with Wild anymore. West Jollies off, eh? <laughs> oh, by the way, just while you guys we were all talking, well, well, we were all talking. I did take a quick look at Hard West. Um, I had never heard of the game before, so I took a look at it. There is there there is some similarities to it in in some of the tactic play, but as I was watching it, it, it doesn't look nearly as enjoyable as the one I was playing. With. You so always I, say I, that. He's always got to say he's just better in it. <laughs> I mean, it, it. It does. It look at this. This I was looking at some gameplay, actual gameplay, <laughs> off and on. It just doesn't. It doesn't have some of the same stuff that's going on in Desperados, but we'll see. That's but yeah, you're right. But you're right. It was it was similar in in a lot of aspects. Not everything, but yeah. Oh man, right. 
Um, with that, that's the end of the game. So do you want to talk about Destiny 2 or are you done? No, no, I just put it up there because I literally haven't played Destiny and the new season's been out for a week now. It's crazy. Oh, right. So maybe next week you can tell us about all the new junk that's coming So there'll out. be some Destiny 2 chat next week. Oh my god, yes, there's so much, so much going on. All right, dude. Right, and that means we're into the questions. Um, and the first question's from you, Prophet. At what point did, did what, what's with you two? Gray's put his own questions in, you put your own questions in. <laughs> well, uh, Gray was sitting there saying, everybody put your questions in and nobody asked the question. And this is kind of Man, Gray drums everyone with the questions. I'm like to Gray all the time. I so we, we, we've always got a lot of content to talk about anyway, so don't worry. Like, put your questions in when you feel them. But then it gets to like Wednesday and Gray starts having a, a Gray panic attack. And it's like, ah, I need to put questions somewhere. And then it's like, Nick, shall I put questions? I'm like, don't worry about it, be fine. There's loads of us to talk about. And then I look and then it'll be every room's got a message. Questions, questions. It's even in like the EGX room. Anyone got any questions? Put the questions in. Please, sir. Well, you know, okay. Got to keep people thinking, you know. But then I'm... other times we'll get so many questions, we have enough for weeks. I want to know when it gets to the stage where no one puts any questions in and Gray starts putting secret questions in without even telling us about them. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to join the Discord as several other people and then just start putting questions in. We would know it. We'd know it's him because it'd be like, I've just played Terraria. How do I chop down a tree? And it sucks. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Minecraft. Why are the things. graphics like that? <laughs> I said, why are they like that? Can't they do any better? Great Gamer 27 <laughs> asks this question. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Great Gamer 21. The number up. It's not me. What are you talking about? Um, anyway, you might as well read your own question out. Have you got it on screen? Yeah, yeah I got it right here. Go for um, it. Wait, do, wait, wait, wait. Do it in a different voice so you sound different. As a PC gamer, <laughs> even though there are many games that... No, I'm kidding. You sound um, the same. No. Yeah, exactly. It sounds the same. It doesn't matter. I try to do like the movie voice. We're like, in a world. Yeah. That's um, right. In a world where PC gamers, even though there are too many games to play, you ever feel like... <laughs> Keep going, keep going. You're doing good. You're doing yeah, good. Go on, read your question, you nutters. Uh, to sum it up, basically, like, as a PC gamer, obviously, like, there's a million games to play. Nick said it earlier on today where he has over 500 games in his Steam library alone. There are certain games that we're not privy to because we are PC gamers, like uh, console specifics. Mm. Do you guys ever feel yep. like you miss out on stuff like that? Like God of yep. War? That's yep. PlayStation specific? Yep. Do you? Oh, what's the new one? The, well, the new one. What's the new one that's being ported now? But uh, Horizons, uh, not Horizons. Horizons is it Horizons? Gone. Yeah, yeah. And I was like figuring, great, we're never going to play that game. Now, luckily, the good news is that it's going to be ported over eventually. But yeah, I think I'm missing out a lot. I saw God of War. I really wanted to play that when I found out it was console only. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, yeah so, I just so, watched yeah. a whole bunch of video on that game. It looks so gorgeous. The storyline's so amazing, and Greek mythology's yeah. always like interested me. Yeah, see, for me, it's um. It's a bit different because when I came from being a console gamer, like quite a few years back now, um, you that was at the first sort of height of when you started getting like um, games which were going to be for this console or that. You know what I mean? So I sort of switched off with that. I went to PCs and, you know, I'm like, I like indie games. So I don't really follow AAA games so much because I don't like paying the money for them. Um, now they've got the subscriptions, I'm playing more than I used to, but... I would always yeah. play little strategy games or I'd like indie games that little people that are not known make, um, you know. So I've mm -hmm. never really felt it. Um, Fallout 3, um, Fallout New Vegas, when they came out, I don't know if any of them were console specific, but if a game like that came out that I loved, uh, Skyrim, 
yeah, I would go out and buy it. Um, if it came out on that specific console, say it was only on PlayStation, I probably would go and buy on a PlayStation just for that game, sell it when I finished with it. But I've never come across it. All the games I play, I've had access to, and I've never really ever thought, ah, oh, the only thing I think I've ever felt that with um, was Gran Turismo. Mm, and I don't think yeah. it was specific to each thing, but it was only on one console. And I remember they brought out a new version of it. I think it was when it went to PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 2. I'm not sure. And I remember thinking, oh, man, I've got an Xbox. I would like to play that game. And I never mm. got to play it. Yeah. Yeah, Gran Turismo was great. <clears throat> I love Gran Turismo, the original. You know, when you could start off by buying your second-hand car to start the game with and then kitting yeah. it up and racing with it. And you could buy, like, your different libraries and stuff. And then they sort of got rid of that as they went through to the next next version. Um, but yeah, when that game, it did come out, they brought a new version of it out and I was a bit gutted that I couldn't play it. Um, so just one of them things. But I've never, apart from that, I've never really felt it this day and age because there's mm. so much, there's so much games out there. Um, what games, what games have you missed? Well, for console, console wise, yeah. What's on a console which you can't play on PC and you don't really want to buy the console? Really, the only things recently has been uh, Horizon or Dawn, Horizon Dawn, whatever. God of War, those he two. He doesn't even know the name of the game. Though. He missed it that much. Sorry. He didn't know the name of the game. That's how much I'm trying to ignore it until it gets ported over. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, those are probably the only two that come to mind the most because those two were, were games that I and I also was. Uh, always annoyed at the fact that Halo would always come out on the Xbox for obvious reasons because it's Microsoft. And I believe the new Halo that's coming out, isn't it going to be the first time it's it's going straight to PC as well as console? I'm I think not sure. so. I feel like Halo's a bit old and it's a bit gone. Like, whatever they do with it, I'm just not going to bother. I felt like that with Gears of War as well. But then Tactics came out and that sort of brought it back to my attention. I did like yeah. the Gears Tactics. You know? Halo's like cla- Halo's classic, so I'm hoping that the brand new one will, you know, return to form, so to speak. You know, and then since it's coming right to PC too, that's kind of neat. So you know, more games. You know what? Sorry to cut you off. It just, okay. just popped right in my head right now. Uh, I thought of a good question. I don't have to answer this now, but I thought of a good question: Is what game would you like to see? Where say it's like um, Halo, which is fast-paced like action stuff. Uh, what game would you like to see made in a different genre of game? So how I like XCOM as a strategy game, if they brought it out in a first-person shooter but with all the assets of that game, what game would you like to be seen in a different light? That would be a good question. I yeah, we're going to put it in next week, and we're going to say it's from Nick. Yeah, but I can't even <laughs> write it, so someone else write it. Nick has a question <laughs> about this. <laughs> That's a good one to think about, though. I like that question because yeah. you can think of a lot of the games that were maybe strategy based or or tactic based, and you go like, "Well, they kind of need to play that as a as yeah." Because like he style. likes uh, Zelda: Link to the Past. What if that game was a strategy game? Well, to be honest with you, I wish a lot of the Nintendo games would would would, if it was possible, port over to a style of game on PC because yeah. there's some really neat characters that would be good. But Nintendo obviously never like you got that Sonic well, the Hedgehog want... and you turned it into a first person shooter battle royale. You know, but with all the assets from Sonic. Can you, ma- can you imagine Mario People Battle Royale? everywhere really fast, <laughs> spinning. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Magic said they have Nick. Search the results on uh, the Bureau. Yeah, but we all know the Bureau never counted because it was proper dog poo. Like, no one even played the first <laughs> second of that game. It didn't count. 
<laughs> if you That's liked it, Magic, I'm worried. <laughs> Shellbug goes Mario Battle Royale. I know. It it would be fun. Smash Brothers. That's true. That's true. Smash I never Brothers. played Smash Brothers. Like a Battle Royale. That game is like wild, man. I, I used Smash to Brothers is just fighting, fighting, isn't it? It's just like Street Fighter, but on a it's platform. It's flat out free. fighting, but a zillion different characters. It's crazy. I, I look at it and I can't even keep track of what the heck's going on. Oh, man. I, Magic completed. XCOM the Bureau. Man, I don't want to see your game library anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that game came out, yeah, and within two weeks it was like one pound because oh, it felt so bad. That is bad. Magic, have you played the original XCOMs, like the old school, like 30 years ago Ed, XCOMs? They were, the, they were the best ones, man. They were really good. Um, Yeah, so getting back to your question, dude. Which question? Um, his or the next one? <laughs> his question that I cut off for another question. <laughs> um, I guess for me, I guess um, obviously God of War because I put that in there. The game looks gorgeous. Um, you have The Last of Us. It's it's basically all PlayStation stuff because nowadays Xbox goes to PC as well. I know the biggest one yeah. of your, your question, the biggest one I've ever heard of was Uncharted. That's another one, yeah. Everybody was yeah. going mad about it. They just, oh, just have to buy a PlayStation for that game. It's like playing a film. I never even played the game. Yeah, so I've been actually yeah. thinking about possibly buying a uh, PS5 when it comes out, especially now that it's actually going to support keyboard and mouse. Yeah. What's the difference? It's just the box that. But does that mean games? if they're going to support keyboard and mouse like that, does that mean at some point they're going to bring an app out where PlayStation becomes on a PC like Xbox? No way, because PlayStation's whole big thing is their exclusives. So they're not going to like... Yeah, they're but not say, what I'm saying anybody. is, what's to stop PlayStation doing the same as Xbox and having a crossover of a new app called PlayStation App, yeah, where it, it installs onto a PC and your PlayStation games can cross over onto a PC. What's to stop them doing that? And Because Xbox at the moment is probably captivating more of the market because people can play on their Xbox downstairs or they can play on a PC. And they're paying yeah. four quid. I they... think this whole Horizon Zero Dawn thing being ported over to PC is kind of PlayStation's uh, dipping their toe in the water to see how that plays out. Is that out. what's happening? I never even knew that was happening. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was announced a month or so ago. What? So they've yeah. got a PlayStation game that's exclusive to PlayStation, but you can get it on a PC. It's yeah, but the game's game. been out like a year now. Yeah, but it's an older game that they're going to be bringing out on PC. See, exactly, they're dipping their toe in the water. They're, they're, they're looking at Xbox thinking, hold on a minute, they've got PC players, they've got Xbox players, you know, we need to catch up. Yeah, yeah. why wouldn't they? It's just, I, would, I think it's and stupid it's that they haven't all, done that. Never of all, like I always said, that the PlayStations and Xboxes will disappear and they'll become mini PCs like the Steam Box was going to be and it will just be, you have that by your TV, it does all the power, Sure, sure. And they said Stadia was going to be big. No, no. Some <laughs> people said Stadia was going to be big. I said it was going to be crap. I said You're they right. had a long way. To I be honest, long... to be fair, without being big-headed, I do get a lot of uh, what I say, like, years before, right. Everything I've said about what goes on is always right. I know it sounds really up my own ass, but... Yeah, not everything you said has come true. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I say to my missus, I'm like, look, if I'm wrong, I'll say sorry. I'll always say sorry if I'm wrong, but I'm never and you wrong. Say so, and you say sorry a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll say, but I'm never wrong. So it gets really <laughs> pissed off, man. Well, I wasn't wrong about saying I'm sorry. See, yeah. I wasn't 
Um, Jansen right. says that PlayStation already have that. Where you can play yeah, it. Yeah, because <clears throat> he has a PlayStation. Oh, the game, even Horizons, New Dawn, or whatever. See, I'm losing the name already. I still <laughs> never get it right. <laughs> um, we've got two more questions. Do you want to save them for next week as we've gone over, or do you want to get them done now? Yeah. It's up to you guys. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. I'm down if you want to keep going. All right, we'll do the, we'll do the next one. Or we might as well just do them. Um, the next one is uh, from Ant, and he basically says, uh, what's the biggest mistake you've made when building a PC? For example, not completing the build in time for a show, brick to GPU, or motherboard, etc. What was the most expensive mistake? Go on, what about you two? This is real relative to Ant's latest uh, project. I, was, I, I said I was going to bring it up, but I wasn't really, but you've just brought it up. Ant's just built a PC, and you can see it in our Discord in the main room. Um, and it looks and... cool. It looks cool. It's his first build. You've got to give him credit. It's his first build. He's gone hard tubing. It's not an easy task to take on. Um, I would, I would. Do he's it. come across he the did. issues that you do come across um, when you're new to this. Pipe bending. It's hard to get the pipe straight. It's hard to get all the bends. I tell people how hard it is, and it's funny because Ant even said to me, "He's like, look, I've got a newfound respect for you guys because when you built my PC with the hard pipes, you just got them, you just bent them, you put them in, and you've done all of them like that. Didn't waste any pipes, and he's done it." And he's actually gone through loads of piping. He had to order a second bulk load because he was going through pipes because that's what happened when you're learning. Um, and he's had issues with his RAM and he's had issues with things fitting in place, issues with bending. Um, and all I can say to people is it is hard. When we build PCs that are top end like this, they're five grand for a reason, you know? They're not five grand because everyone can just throw them together. They're five grand because it's like there's a lot of skill there's a lot of like learning that's gone into it. There's a lot of mistakes you've made. Um, and you know me, if I was to answer that question, Ant, I've done some really stupid things. Jansen's done some really stupid things. We all do stupid things. I've, I've, me and Jansen have been doing a computer before and we've got the tube with the water going in it. And I'm literally like, for some reason, there's an air bubble and I think I'm going to get it out of there. So I flick it and I flick water straight over Jansen and the computer. And then Jansen just looks at me and goes, did you just throw water over me in the computer? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> and then he's just like, so you're an idiot. But like all of the computers we've done, we've never had a problem where it's, it's stopped us in our track or we've broken something. We've always we've always managed to do it. We're always safe. We've got precautions there. Um, but we do do stupid things every now and then. Um, I'd say the biggest one that's cost money, that would have to be when I was a kid and I was learning. Um, I remember being what the eight year old Nick and like I've said before I had a I don't know if it was an Amstrad or if it was a IBM but remember the old school cream computers you had you had the big one the monitor was on top of the box and I remember looking at yep. the back of it thinking I'm going to overclock this didn't know anything about overclocking didn't know anything about PCs big red button on the back of a power supply which changed it from UK to American voltage um and I thought, that's a red button. That must mean it goes faster. And I switched it, and I blew the whole <laughs> yeah. power supply. Blew The actual flames came out of the computer uh, while it was plugged in. Um, so that was my most expensive mistake. I remember telling my dad, I just switched this switch, and it set on fire. <laughs> <laughs> running over the extinguishers, putting it out. Yeah. Um, what about you two? What was the biggest mistake for you two? <laughs> Mine wasn't something that caught... Well, it depends on what you mean by cost you, but this goes back a lot of years now, many years. Uh, but I had two two hard drives, I remember, and I needed to reformat the new one that I just put in. And I was just learning how to do all this and how to reformat, and I reformatted the original. 
<laughs> Lots of people do that. Um, Jansen, uh, and I'm looking at myself going like, uh, what happened? And then I'm going like, oh my God, and so all the gone. files and everything I have um, gone. <laughs> one thing Jansen just said in the chat is, uh, I wasn't going to say this because this is Jansen's mistake. Um, but as he said to tell him, he said, tell him what you did with the RAM, uh, or what he did with my RAM. So we're doing a show, yeah, in the morning. We're putting a 5K PC together. And this, I think, was actually on Bishop, the last one with the aliens with the with the zigzag pipes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so we had to take the RAM out of my computer, the old one, and we basically needed to put new heat sinks on the RAM. So we get my RAM, and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to get a heat gun, heat gun the RAM so it gets all soft and tacky, and then the glue melts, and then you can pull off the heat sinks off the RAM. You get your two new heat sinks, put them on, and they're the ones that are designed to go under a water cooler. They've got screw threads on the top, so you can put your water cooler on it. So the simple is, take the old heat sinks off, get the new heat sinks on. Man, them things are cemented on. The glue is so tight on them, yeah? There's no way to get them off. So we're heat gunning it, and where we've been doing loads of pipes that night, yeah? The heat gun, have you ever had it where it overheats and the heat gun decides it's going to overheat and stop working for an hour? Don't know if any of you have ever had this, but it happens. So I'm like, the heat gun stopped working. I'm like, oh man, what do we do? So we need this computer built. It's probably one o'clock in the morning at this point. We need to be ready. We should be in bed by two, but we're not going to be in bed till six. And we need to be at the show at nine. Yeah. So this is a 24 hour stretch we're doing. At this point, you get really tired you start getting irritable. You start thinking, I can't be bothered with this, man. This is doing my nutting. And uh, so I've done two of the heat sinks. And I'm saying to Jansen, look, what we need to do is we need to peel the heat sinks off, but very fragile because we don't want to pull the memory modules off because the heat sinks stuck on the memory modules, which are the little black squares. Um, when you, if you see a RAM stick without a heat sink, you see the black squares. That's the memory. Anyway, so I'm doing it with my nails and I'm slowly, slowly peeling them off. It's taking forever, like an hour a stick, yeah? Jansen's like, look, there's got to be an easier way to do this. So he gets the cable ties that we use, yeah, to put cables on. And he's like, surely, because on the end of a ramstick heatsink, you'll have these little, like, little L shapes at the ends which hook over, and there's a little gap. He's like, look, I've got an idea, Nick. I'm going to put two, get the heat, the ram like that. I'm going to put two um, zip ties around the top, and I'm going to pull them either way. And hopefully, it should pull the heatsink off. This is with no heat on it, yeah? Because the heat gun's broke. So I'm like, I don't know if it's a good idea. I look at him. As I look at him, I just hear, thrump. I look at him, I'm frozen. And I'm like, did you just do that? He just starts laughing. I just start laughing. I'm like, what have you just done to my ram stick? He's pulled it, yeah? And he pulls the heat sink off the ram. And all the ram modules are stuck to the heat sink. He's pulled them <laughs> off, the, off the actual stick. And I'm like, what are we going to do? That's got to be water-cooled. It's got to be in my computer. Um, and do you know what? It, it wasn't. It was the day before the computer build because he had to buy another stick at short notice. It was the next day that we had to have the computer at the show and it was the last day that we could build the computer in. And I was like, Jan, what are we going to do? He's like, I'm going to have to try and get one. But the thing is, if you buy a RAM stick, it's got to be exactly the same one. You can't have different timings and different numbers. It's got to be exactly the same. And I remember him buying a stick, getting it like sent the next morning, and we finished the computer that day, and it was at the show. And it was actually for the Intel 9th Gen launch for their i9900K processor. Intel had it on their stand, 
at the launch where they got like the big theater opening and people talking on stage and our computers there like right in front of them and Jansen <laughs> me and Jansen like oh my god it's so lucky we got that done but it was yeah. like it was it was like he's broken it it broke but what do we do we got to fix it right now but man I just remember looking at him and him going just ripping it in half <laughs> like he man and then looking at me going I don't know why I did that it was silly wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what you do? What you do when you look back on it and go like, well, "Why did they ever do that?" <laughs> Man, it's Sorry, crazy. Good idea, time. Um, yeah, profit. What was yours, dude? Oh man, to be honest with you, this is the first PC I've built. I got super lucky that I didn't screw super anything lucky. up. Yeah, like I'm surprised I didn't fry something. Or you know what? The only thing that like I had a problem with was the uh, the GPU wouldn't fit. Um, so my case is kind of split in half. I don't know what you actually call those. Do they have a name? Where like the um the power the supplies PCs. in the back? Yeah, the power supplies in the back, the motherboard and um the GPU and stuff like that is on one half. Um, uh, what where you've got compartments? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like my all my SSDs and the power supply are on one side and my motherboard and everything else is on the other. Yeah. Um so the GPU would not fit. I tried to put that thing in a million different ways. And so I finally got tired of it and bent the case. You bent the case? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's like, one way to work. This thing is, because it was so close to not clearing. I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, forget it. I just grabbed a pair of pliers and just bent that thing right open. But that's like, like Ant, oh, when now. Ant came over to mine and he's like, would you help me do my water cooling the first time with the hard tubes? So I say, yeah, I've got a, because um, I, I sold him a few bits. <clears throat> and I'm like, yeah, I've got a free length radiator here. And in his, it always says in the manual of the case that it will fit a free length rad, so like a 360 rad. When you try and put that rad in, they never fit. Like, they've got bits in the way and stuff like that. So I'm like, and if it don't fit, we just get my Dremel out and we just cut pieces away. Just cut bits out of it. It fits now. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You have the professional tools to do that, though. Do you know what? Me and Jance, we've had customers before where we've gone to their houses and they've got like a computer that's worth like 10 grand. And we're trying to fit, say, something on that computer. And it's like, that's not fitting. And the customer will be watching. And I'm like, we're just going to cut this bit out. I get the Dremel out and I start cutting into their case. And you see their face like, oh, my God, <laughs> what are they doing? But then after, they're like, oh, fair enough. That looks well good. <laughs> yeah, look, when it's oh, all man. done, it looks natural. So, oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, but what's you know, what's the good with using a nice professional Dremel? We just grab a pair of pliers and oh, go right at pliers, it. Oh, man, pliers, nah. <laughs> Yo, man, you got to do what you got to do sometime, you know? Some, of my, some of my first mods when I was, like, uh, doing my first water cooling years and years ago, um, and that was when it was all old school. It was, like, just basic stuff. Um, I remember, like, you know where you slide your case door on, and at the back you've got the bit where the two screws go on? Like, yeah. the pipes needed to come through and that, and I'm like... I just got pliers and I'm bending the whole thing straight all the way down the case and stuff. <laughs> oh, damn. Right. Let's move on. We've got one last question we'll get through. And then that that means we've done all the questions up to date. Gray's going to have to start asking for oh, more no. questions. Um, and this question's from Deathwalker. And he says, um, is it worth turning off memory compression? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. This is a Windows 10 feature. And from what I believe, it's a switch you can switch on or off or it can work automatically when you've got low memory say you've only got eight gigs of memory in your computer but your computer needs more it can switch on memory compression which is all about um page filing and stuff like that and basically 
your hard drives, not having to do as much going backwards and forwards, so it saves the lives of them, your RAM, giving you freeing up more RAM for other things. I don't generally know loads about it, to be fair. It's not something I've ever used or been worried about. Have any of you two used it? I I've didn't never... even know what it was. I had to look it up when I read the question. I'm going to be the computer <laughs> expert, and I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> well, I, I think it's not a matter of knowing nothing about it. It's a matter of nobody uses it. I mean, I, I don't know. If, in my experience, memory compression was really only used when you started running out of room uh, for your RAM, or you don't have enough RAM, so you do memory compression to try to See, I wasn't even sure if that's what this was. Well, you can memory compress RAM. You can, I remember there was memory compression on even on your hard drive or, or whatever. But but the point is, is that you have so much RAM now. And in, in comparison, you can go out and buy 16 gigs, 32 gigs. You don't need to compress anything. Yeah. Really? I mean, oh, yeah. unless well, I you have a very old computer. I'm not 100% sure, but I think with the memory compression, it's not just that. It's It does other things. So if you read into it and you look into memory compression, it's like if you've got a multi-threaded uh, CPU, so like... I, if I'm doing my graphics, I'll use four cores. When that compression's on, it will let certain cores do certain work for certain things as well. So it's more about optimizations of things, and it can make your computer faster because it's compressing the time it takes to get information from hard drives and stuff like that. I don't really know loads about it. This is like Defwalk, I'll be honest with you. When you said about memory compression, turning it on and off, I didn't realize you could turn it on and off. I thought it was a Windows 10 feature that just backed up when you um, got to the point of limitation. But I don't think it is that great. I think it goes deep and I think it's got actual benefits. Um, but it's something I look into, but it's not something I've really used. Um, and that's probably because I have a high-end PC. I don't normally worry about these things. Um, but like uh, you two seem the same. You you don't seem to have yeah. used it as, either. It'd be good if um, Deathwalker, when you listen to this back... If you could jump in the Discord, just send us a message or an email or whatever saying why you use it, if you use it, and how you found out about it, how you got into it, and then we can have another chat about it next week or something, yeah? Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, the other thing I worry about maybe is that if it does do this in the background, the memory compression or Windows 10, isn't that going to take up some resources to even doing that? Um, I mean, When I looked into it, it says it takes up resources, but either way, using it or not using it, takes up the same amount of resource um, for what it's doing. So they say it doesn't make that much difference. And this is what I'm saying. It might. We initially, you assumed yourself that if you've got 8 gigs of RAM, it's going to start compressing when you get near to that. So it might get to 7 gigs usage and it'll start compressing. But I don't think it's just that. I think there's a lot more to it than that. Whatever has anything to do with, remember uh, they used to tell you to always, uh, if you had problems with memory, to go into your page file. I believe I it, it was on Windows. You can adjust it. Yeah. And make it much larger and that it would help you or whatever. I never found it to help much, to be honest, but I, yeah. I remember those being used as fixes. But it's not something I've really played around with, to be fair. No, I, I did it once or twice. I didn't really notice a big difference messing around with page files. So My like, motto is if it's not broken, don't fix it. Exactly. Cause more problems. <laughs> or break it yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, now take, take the pliers out. Yeah, get the pliers out. <laughs> yeah, hammer. hammer. The screw won't fit in. Hammer it. <laughs> Everything's a nail with a big enough hammer. Yeah, exactly. Right. Everything, exactly. Everything's a nail, <laughs> even the big old computer. Just, just ask my missus. <laughs> Listen, I gotta put these two pieces of wood together. Get that PC over here. <laughs> no problem. Oh man. <laughs> 
Um, with that, people, that brings us to the end of the podcast this week. Uh, Ancap, cheers, dude. I hope you're all well. Um, it's good to see you in, uh, but we're about to leave. I know you just gave us a, um, a, a raid, but um, we're about to disappear. Um, oh. That brings oh, us to the end of the podcast. I want to say thanks to everybody that gave us subs, everybody that's uh, a patron, everybody that listens and gets involved. Um, it's been cool. I know we've, we've had a few um, cancellations on the podcast the last couple of weeks because there's been a lot of things going on. Um, I did want to say, didn't I, about my cat, but we won't get into that now because it's already gone. Um, the reason why I weren't on is my cat got run over and I had an absolute nightmare trying to get her fixed. Um, we finally got her fixed, um, but it wasn't with the RSPCA. It wasn't with a private vet. No one would touch her. It ended up being a charity. Um, so I might talk about next week uh, about that um, because I'm going to do a whip round for donations because these people, they saved my cat's life. It would it would have been a goner. Um but we'll talk about that next week. I'm going to get a thing up in Discord. There's no pressure on anyone to put anything in there. But this place is completely um, funded by donations. They don't make a profit on anything they do. It's it's purely to help the animals. Um, and they struggle with it because they are funded with donations. They, they basically saved my cat's life when I couldn't get my cat fixed. Um, and they're in a lot of, lot of trouble, really, with money. Um, but they do such a good job for everyone. So I'm going to try and I'll talk about that later on next week, maybe. And we'll talk about it in the podcast because I might do something to do a whip round if anyone's interested in helping out. Because, you know, sure. could be you next time. Um, I'm in. But we'll talk about it in the next beginning of the podcast. But with that, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Cheers, boys, for coming on. It's been a good one chatting about Minecraft Dungeons. Yep, um, blast. Hopefully he's going to download it, but I've got a feeling he's just going to disappear into Sea of Thieves. <laughs> As I start loading up Minecraft, he starts disappearing on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to you there, man. Yeah, man. Um, we'll be in Discord in a couple of minutes, so if anyone wants to get in, we'll see you there. Apart from that, thanks for coming, everyone. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See ya. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start. Stop playing in your heart